listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You say you never saw this coming. Well, you're not alone. Million dollar renovations to a happy home. My ex said she gave me the best years of her life. I saw a recent picture of her. I guess she was right. I wake up assessing the damages. Check media takeout. Pictures of my drunk walking out with a bitch. What? What? Uh, but it's blurry enough to get the fake out. I wake up, all veggies, no eggs. I hate the gym, all chest, no legs. Yep. Then I make myself a smoothie. Yeah, then they, me and wifey make a movie. Hey. Welcome to the Black Out Tales podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house. Mm-hmm. After, uh, some travel. Mm-hmm. After getting to meet a lot of fans face to face. And a lot of podcasters that we have had relationships for years, but never seen them. And I'm gonna tell you right now, most of them look more beautiful in real life than that. It's like Skype don't do justice. Yeah, they definitely not catfish. No, it ain't no catfish. And and for a lot of people, when I seen them, because some of you guys use like your real faces as your avatars and things like that. So when I see your face, I'll immediately know who you are. And also, and we'll probably end up talking about this later on. Uh, what was really cool? People telling me their real names. And then they would use that. Uh, all right, I, I, I don't mean to do this, but we have to introduce the show first. Oh, my bad. And because I'm gonna give you all the time, you are gonna have all the time to do all of this. Okay. But I, let's let's get the show rolling first because oh, you bad. about to go because we got to do about feedback. To go I'm sorry. We got no, it's cool. It's cool. We got to do feedback. We got advertisers. We got a bunch of stuff. We've been on the road. Okay, let's get the business over. Let, let's do the. Let's take care of the business first because okay. if I fuck around and forget it's gonna be problems i'm so a, right ahead. i'm gonna be like we came all the way back for nothing we could have stayed four hours sleep right we could have stayed up there all right so let's start with this this is the blackout test podcast you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic all these places just search for the blackout tips leave us a five-star review and we'll read them on the show as we will to today uh today is kind of a special episode because we got to kind of combine a feedback episode with a regular episode so uh people that don't normally listen to feedback episodes uh they'll be skipping most of this i'm assuming bye uh for everybody else the real fans the true fans uh we appreciate you sticking around and being supportive the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 536 that bobby schmurder has been locked up in jail almost two years dog it's getting up there mm-hmm. uh and this podcast is sponsored it is like triple sponsored like it's so sponsored y'all y'all don't even know how sponsored it is right uh this podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions they have a new audio play single on itunes and it's just 99 cents and you can hear me and thatcher and other less important actors being funny in our new comedy single stop being bullied i had a great time doing this guys i like i knew it was funny because i was laughing the whole time i was saying the lines i mean not the actual ones you got recorded but like you know obviously edit out the laughing laughing later but i like there were so many times i was just like i can't say this i got to like redo this part uh try to do it with a straight face but it was so funny and so good and i think you guys are really going to enjoy it so check out stop being bullied it's on itunes um so and leave them a review as well um because it helps out shadow doll productions when you do that so stop being bullied on itunes check it out um this podcast is also brought to you by our newest sponsor mm-hmm. loot crate 
this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt and you can save three dollars off of any new subscription so make sure you guys do that the may um uh the may theme right now is dystopia Mm -hmm. so get your get your get your loot crate on man um and lastly uh for sponsors for the show we have uh, a little sexier sponsor called uh adam and eve mm-hmm. yeah that's right adam and eve is trying to help you get that butt <laughs> mm-hmm. uh adam and eve of course is offering 50% off guys i mean half off i mean at the, it, you can't get a better discount than that shoplifting okay <laughs> it, it, what are you waiting on <laughs> they're trying to offer you half off um all you have to do is go to adamandeve.com pick any one item it could be anything it could be a gift uh you know to yourself such as uh a sex toy it could be some lingerie it could be um you know bdsm stuff it could be you know like ergonomic cushions to help you get better sex positions there's so many things as an adult that you now have the right to to, to work on yourself and figure out and they want to help you out they give you half off and in addition to that they give you three free adult dvds and a free exclusive gift and to top it all off free shipping on your entire order all you got to do is go to adamandeve.com and put in code tbgwt and you can get this okay they want to help you out man that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com all right don't i don't want to tell you what the secret gift is but it's the clip bumper okay i told you okay spoiler alert <laughs> you're gonna be bumping that, you're gonna be spoiling that clip that's what's gonna happen so y'all get the clip bumping out there in, in, in podcast nation really is the best y'all reese spelled r-e-s the album uh was i think it was how i do 2001 i heard this album i was walking into blockbuster music kids you guys don't know anything about that uh adults <laughs> walked into blockbuster music and sat at the listening station that's the right listening station dog see before you could steal music online <laughs> right uh you wanted to you stole it you really stole it because you had to take it at the store you want to discover some new shit you would sit down at a listening station and go i want to hear what this person has to say and you would listen to their album on your lunch break and then from that you would decide if you really gonna get this album and reese's how i do is something i heard uh in a blockbuster in south park mall on my lunch break um i remember i just it was you know the listening station they already had the cds pre-selected mm-hmm. and i was looking at all the people that came out that week and i was just like first of all who is his sister you know and what is she talking about and i hit play mm-hmm. and the album just flowed so 
so beautifully and i had i bought the cd that day one of my one of my favorite albums dog this cd got me back and forth to fairfield many a times yeah it's 15 years later and this i mean the album is timeless i really mm-hmm. cannot praise it enough but uh yeah so that's what y'all listen to Reese. and i always wanted the second album i know just never got it yeah i know she does she's written for other people and she like she does other music but I, I i always wanted like a that that how i do too type thing mm-hmm. man because she i mean oh just i mean they had she has a song ice king man I, I gotta play it now like and the, the lyrics and the words are just fucking poetry like i love music that makes me think you know and, and she does it here fucking song matters every word is picked like for a reason uh she's just such a thoughtful artist so anyway man y'all should all go check out how i do um because it's just one of the go albums that i criminally slept on man uh all right so we have feedback to get to today okay um and we want to talk about our trip no, we took the DC and went to awesome con and we was on a panel and we got to meet a lot of y'all and people came out it was crazy mm-hmm. like if you follow us on social media you see all the pictures we took with fans and you see like the room that we filled up and stuff so we want to get to that too um but first we want to start with the feedback and stuff and then we'll work yeah. to that um so number one feedback is for people that do things like leave five star reviews on itunes we read all those as long as they're nice donate people who donate people who leave comments on the website people who vote in the polls and leave comments on their votes in the polls on the website that's right very meta the blackoutips.com uh and people who email us and leave voicemails so we have all this stuff that we do for people and they do for us and then we want to like get let them let them know that they are loved and that um we appreciate it okay so uh first of all we're gonna read some five-star reviews okay off of itunes the first one is by marikani uh and it says always relevant always rigorous always funny the whole package five stars i was starting to miss hearing hey what's up y'all it's rod on twib so (laughs) well yeah chilling chilling as i would say so i finally got off my butt and came over to get my dual citizenship in the tip nation 
as an ambiguously beige mixed race queer resident of rod and karen's locale charlotte shout out to charlotte hey baby i'm constantly i'm constantly reassured to have such hilarious sympathetic thoughtful inclusive and open-minded neighbors i love their takes on the news and i couldn't possibly pick a favorite segment as they're all awesome oh thank you thank you my roommates aren't regulars but are always up for a game against the race well who isn't right and the three of us unfailingly crack up at the intro to sore ratchetness rod's taste in segment music is flawless i watch neither game of thrones nor the walking dead but the recap episodes are more entertaining than i found either show oh that's good too that's good too and at least for those people to do that at least when people talk about it you can have a a conversation because it's nothing worse you go in and everybody talk about a show that you don't watch and then they look at you crazy so now you can listen to us and pretend like you know at least know characters names yeah um and you know with our rate of being right on our predictions i mean you're gonna be smart too mm-hmm. uh and the superhero nerd outs are right out my alley subscribe and i promise you'll be hooked by the end of the week keep doing what you do y'all we will mm-hmm. thank you very much marconi ms anderson sa- says my favorite podcast five stars love you guys so much keep up the good work thank you appreciate you we will thank you baby uh best show ever by girly world who says rod and karen you provide my soundtrack the soundtrack to my day and i enjoy your chemistry i also have learned so much listening i have to admit i listen mostly when i'm working my cleaning job uh i can listen with no interruptions and not look crazy laughing out loud alone keep up the good work i love being informed and entertained all, all the same time all at the same time cleveland girl 40 on i guess on twitter thank Aww. you we appreciate you listening and yeah man sometimes i have to listen when i'm doing stuff alone too when i listen to other people's podcasts because you do you know just want to get that chuckle to yourself and not have to turn around and explain like what the fuck is so funny right uh our uh, grant cole who says showing some love five stars just stop by to show some love i've been a listener for years now the two of you bring a different light-hearted view on today's mainstream topics that is very entertaining keep up the good work and the great husband and wife chemistry we will thank you thank you the best podcast by izzo 999 so i like some herman cain uh tax plan right there brother. <laughs> thanks for keeping me woke in these streets karen please never stop saying bullet ball and the taser love you guys <laughs> i won't uh a great podcast by k-i-m-e king con um rod and karen are wonderful to listen to i look forward to episode recaps of game of thrones or the walking dead when it comes to a segment called sword ratchetness i never thought there could be so many stories involving the sword in the news i love uh their insight on just about everything they keep me laughing every day at work thanks rod and karen for the last you keep me going highly recommend it oh thank you all those reviews all those reviews man thank you them stars and five stars mm-hmm. uh well we appreciate that um and thank y'all so much man um for the five star reviews uh we didn't get any on stitcher and i literally do not know if stitcher's down or not so right if it is down i understand if it's not down because yeah, and you guys have just decided to stop going there i also understand that too because they've had some serious technical issues yes they have um at any rate though uh thank you for taking the time out to give us five star reviews uh we also gotta thank the people that donated Mm -hmm. we normally do that first uh but i fucked up so (laughs) we we are tired y'all we have worked a lot 
uh yeah this week. yeah a lot of people was like uh well y'all 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 coming up here i was like yeah but we literally we worked like we worked we yeah. we worked so much that we didn't even really get to see like the floor yeah so and then i'll well we'll talk more about it but okay. yes we worked we worked so if i'm a little rusty if, we, if a voice sound a little stretched out <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah particularly the voice y'all yeah you know? we we understand you know we're gonna but we we gonna we gonna get through this together y'all yeah, we gonna believe we, we do it for y'all we do it for all y'all mm-hmm. i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you Today's a new day. New day, new money. Is what I like to say. And let's talk about the people that hooked us up. Cecil H. Hit us with that recurring donation. Thank you, Cecil. Sounds like the name of an old black blues singer. <laughs> right. We bring it up. Cecil. And stop playing that trumpet. Marlon M. Thank you very much, Marlon, for the recurring donation. Mm-hmm. Cedric W. Recurring donator. Thank you very much. Hey, baby muhammad h recurring donator thank you muhammad mm-hmm. and you our church is non-denominational so you, i don't care if your first name is muhammad or whatever you everybody are welcome. welcome this ain't trump's america nope not yet <laughs> lena lena s recurring donator thank you very much mm-hmm. tawana j recurring donator thank you tawana hey baby gerard l thank you rod mm-hmm. chet man chet f thank you very much chet appreciate you i wonder if chet's black or white you know you don't meet too many black chets you know not unique. too often then again you don't meet too many black rodericks either so i don't know <laughs> uh calvin in recurring donator thank you calvin uh terry w what's going on terry we appreciate that recurring donation we same do. thing from, uh calvin also was a recurring donator too if i didn't mention that um jason f recurring donator thank you very much jason mm-hmm. alexander m recurring donator thank you very much alexander thank we you could not do it without you i know we sure couldn't hugh g recurring donator waste bees by sewer repay recurring donator get y'all waste bees on thank you michael Irvin, the playmaker of mm-hmm. course recurring donation uh eric bronco pride attitude mm-hmm. check attitude check uh shout out to john got to see him this mm-hmm. weekend and uh had to see him to school right i didn't realize it had been that long a little bit of a fairville state reunion right there i know uh latonya b recurring donator thank you very much latonya Shayna w recurring donator thank you very much and she's a brand new recurring donator so she hey, is new members class yeah so whatever come riding all them yeah go see conrad and and have him you know teach he'll he'll teach you the ways of the, of the church we got a one-time donation from will w uh thank you very much will thank you and uh for the purpose the, it just says the blackout tips oh we'll take that thank you baby larry b recurring donator thank you very much mm-hmm. janine r recurring donator thank you janine mm-hmm. john b smooth relax cool <laughs> get it all in there uh uh he's also known as clay uh thompson uh mary h recurring donator thank you very much mm-hmm. we appreciate you stefan h recurring donator no relation patrick d recurring donation and mm-hmm. that's a brand new recurring donation yeah, so that is new. a new member of the of the, of the church mm-hmm. welcome to the fold welcome, welcome to the flock. baby uh d- don't drink the drink grape juice unless you tell you okay <laughs> we all going down together y'all coming down together 
uh all right guys thank you so much uh for donating man um and we'll uh you know we'll be looking forward to the money for the jet next week too play me out all right all right got a lot to do today so let's get to the website okay and let's do this so we had uh some episodes last week and people left comments yes, uh, they as they are want to do uh i want to say last week was uh 211 was week of friends uh was a feedback show uh no comments on the actual feedback show or the poll but the poll was who are you voting for hrc i'm not voting trump those are the choices 84 percent said hillary 16 percent of y'all are not voting and zero percent are voting for trump well that's good we got some even the trolls is like nah that's too much yeah mm-mm. i don't even want him he'll take my right to troll away all right i appreciate y'all for, right for the honesty you know in that uh we also had episode twelve, twelve: how to beat up a gorilla uh no comments on the episode but we did have uh comments on the poll uh if a gorilla took your child would you fight the gorilla yes i love my kid no that's the gorilla's baby now <laughs> as you guys can see karen doesn't check the polls until i don't the day i'm the sorry show. i don't uh so I, saw my, I, I didn't vote y'all i'm sorry 66 percent, 67 percent of the audience says that is the gorilla's baby now <laughs> which means 33 percent of y'all actually love y'all kids and we'll get down there that's the gorilla baby amani says caesar is a good father i trust he'll take care of my baby it's his now i'll come back to the zoo to see my little nigga but now we know the next planet of the ace movie is going to be twitter debates over child support payments between men and gorillas (laughs) 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 that would be pretty good um (laughs) we had episode 12 13 uh which was banana republicans uh where we had katia and june from harlem uh mm-hmm. we were talking about lipedema mm-hmm. and very informative show uh yeah i think a lot of people enjoyed that uh episode um as well as the ratchetness you know we brought it all jasmine says at first i was upset that the parents let the kid get into the exhibit talking about the gorilla parents however after karen made that point about how kids get out of their parents sight often i remembered that as a kid my own mother accidentally left me at the target her mm-hmm. best friend that had like eight kids made keeping up with all of us difficult luckily i was old enough to know her number and call before she got too far down the road and even all these years later i've never seen my mother as a bad parent i remember clear as day the look the employees gave my mom's friend as she came to get me from the service center my mom was too embarrassed to retrieve me herself i bet these parents have been getting those looks since the accident i didn't i don't want to have kids because i know how hard of a job it is to be a parent so thank you karen for putting my perspective back in place yeah and i've even got lost i got lost at a parade like at a parade i, I turn around and i and i go on because i don't people can say what they want to say but you cannot have your eyes on your children 24 7 you're going to turn <laughs> you're going to do something and children are small people they're small people which means you can tell them sit your ass down but if that small person is decided that they not gonna do that today you got problems yeah i also worry about just this fact that 
there's so many um like i think it's kind of like when people get on people about their weight right um i think part of the reason people go so hard sometimes without they subconsciously they haven't even thought of it is because it's one of their biggest fears and so they attack it and i think a lot of parents their biggest fear is this type of shit happening and they're vigilant about it and they don't want to say like well they're for the grace of god go i like this could happen to me as well so instead it's like no you just got to be vigilant and perfect and you got to know and, and you in a damn exhibit and, with a gorilla you're supposed to know even more and it's like and that's not realistic i, I understand I'm, I'm not saying it's realistic okay that i'm just saying i think because the fear is okay so ingrained in people they don't consider why am i so fucking emotional about this because to me i was surprised by the staying power of this story right it was like i think we talked about it for three or four days last week and it's not because i was like i can't get enough of the story but just i would be looking for news and it'd be like damn this shit is in the news for another reason today so it's just really interesting because i i'm i think a lot of it is about judging the parents and then they're by in that context you're actually kind of judging yourself and saying there's never an excuse because a child is involved but it's like if we really talked about the dirty ugly part of parenting right that people don't get to see if we really talked about the mistakes people make because they're just humans you know like i remember when i got older and i was like okay so at 30 i'm gonna have life figured out and you realize oh no i'm just a fucking child in a suit and tie you know mm-hmm. and i think um a lot of people have a they they run from that realization so it's like you know it's like when you talk to someone who's 35 and they're not married and they're kind of like freaking out you know and part of it is like you know they talk they get obsessed about relationships and i don't know child support arguments on twitter and shit and you're like none of this really affects your life but why are you so involved in this discussion like why is it bothering you so much and it's because it's something inside of you like you're it's something you're afraid of and that's why you're expect that's my guess anyway is it's really about internalized fears and parents biggest fears and humanity is one of our biggest fears is not taking care of kids you know and and so people freak the fuck out when really it's like you know some when if we're being honest almost every parent has a situation like this if we're being honest um like your kid your kid could have died more than once just about you know like yeah, like you've done something where you're just like holy fuck i you know not to mention uh we we talk and people hear this when uh when uh what you call them comes out but uh when uh three guys on comes out because we got to record them but mm-hmm. one of the things that i said was what if this is the first time no one considers that the kid is fucking like four or three or something what if this is the first month time that this kid has ever done some some crazy shit now what how are you prepared you don't for that know that your kid is going to do crazy shit until they do it a couple times and it's like oh this motherfucker i got the crazy kid okay so this, the, the rules are changed I, I got a leash kid you don't know you got a leash kid till they do some leash shit right so i'm just saying it's, it's people just being extremely judgmental and mm-hmm. it's i don't know it's terrible anyway 
the poll i'm sorry can i mean cut you out what were you gonna say mm-hmm. I, I i agree and it's one of those things where people are being judgmental they no empathy no sympathy but yet if it was turn around if it was you you would want people to understand but you don't want to understand when it's not you because it's easier to point your fingers at the parents and tell the parents how they're terrible and they're horrible and they should just been on top of everything and you just need to be over your child like a fucking hawk and 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 every time you go where you're supposed to be constantly over your child you know with your hand on their head and and holding their hands 24 7 and that's not realistic mm-hmm. now the poll was who was responsible for the kid getting into the gorilla exhibit the parents the zoo the gorilla or the four-year-old 13 percent of y'all chose the four-year-old guys mm-hmm. really y'all are evil two mm-hmm. percent said the gorilla i don't even know how it's possible two percent of y'all chose that he mind his business and the child fell out the goddamn sky in his world 40 percent of y'all said the zoo was the most responsible mm-hmm. and 46 percent of y'all said the parents 46 right, so I, even in our audience where you know we of, talk like this there are still of, people that are like i don't give a fuck the yeah. parents deserve that 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 is their fault right not like i said not and with the 46 percent, i completely disagree with you how did that child get down there if the zoo would have done his job my child would have never fallen down in the first place it, i still find it amazing and i haven't found the best way to phrase it but it is amazing to me in a in in our society the people who blame the parents have accepted the general premise that children should be able to get into zoo exhibits right because that's really what they're saying right. like well the zoo has no responsibility, responsibility. like the the, like the they should not have to kid proof a place where people take kids theoretically i should be able to drop a school bus full of unchaperoned children off in a fucking zoo and they should all come back safe because that's how fucking safe a zoo should have to be before we open it to the public come on dog you know it should not be acceptable that we there's a chance that a toddler could get into a cage because that's that is so unsafe now who knows what a motivated adult could do come on dog you know it's just unreasonable i I mean i hate the idea of zoos in the first place but just in general the safety of it you are already eschewing safety and going it's straight up to the parents to like you should know that lines on the loose like what what what? right i I, I didn't think i would when i brought my four kids to the zoo i didn't think one of the possibilities would be well let's just put a three foot tall fence at the gorilla it'll be all right right and on top of that you basically saying well why the fuck did you go to the zoo so i mean that's you literally going well you could have chose something else they she chose to go to the zoo she didn't expect this shit to happen and you're going well you chose to go to the zoo what else did you expect to happen you're literally blaming the victim just like a lot of people blame the victim at rape and blame a lot of other shit to my opinion you're blaming the victim for something that happened to them that was beyond their control and it's one of those things where i think a lot of people get on their high horses and they judge for this shit she told the child no she told the child no and it's one of the things where children are small people and i and i will stick by that your ass your grown ass listen to me right now your parents told you to do some shit and you didn't do it and guess what one or two times you got fucked up before you were like oh i ain't got no business doing that your child does the same goddamn thing everybody listen to me that has children know that children do they do dumb shit and they don't always listen and and so it's funny how people just automatically just assume that it's the parents fault on anything with the kid but at the same time once the kid get to a certain age people gonna say well nothing your child does is a reflection of you though 
so i mean you you, you can't have it both ways when it comes in my opinion when it comes to this yeah i, I just feel like like in general people are just way too accepting of this idea because like if this happened at a fucking like amusement park we'd be like yeah that music park's getting the fucking pantsuit off of them because right. no three-year-old should be able to you know get onto the roller coaster by themselves or whatever like when the roller coaster says don't do this and the you know it's, so you it's the biggest all, tall to ride yeah like like roller coasters have fences around them for a reason yeah they have you know what i mean there's a reason you can't just like walk up underneath a fucking roller coaster like that like there has to be some level of uh and I, especially like a toddler there has to be some level of this on the the zoo but it's cool uh people are gonna feel how they feel like i think people are more addicted to judging each other than they're than, yes, than they, they are, are to common sense yes they are um tanya g says i have pictures from the first time i took my nephew to the zoo one was in front of the gorilla exhibit and it does look like something a kid could go over easily so while i do think the parents should have paid more attention i think the real question is how zoos can make exhibits accessible to the public but harder to get into yeah i i I don't understand yeah the riot chick says uh the parent and the zoo are responsible for what happened to that little boy uh uh philia says whatever happened to glass kids are forever slippery and she had four plus with her at the very least the kid was getting lost in the crowd yeah i don't know man i think people just really want to blame you know the parents parents. yeah yeah it's like oh your child fucked up everything about your child is your responsibility you know and like i said i don't have any children but i i completely i i I rebut to that because like i said i've almost died with with my parents and you know my mom and them in front of me i choked on a fishbone you know i've i've done some shit because i've been a fucking child and it's one of those things where everybody go nope your kid fucked up doing chat doing things that children do you're responsible yeah uh so we got episode twelve fourteen, that bitch at work where we recapped uh recapped game of thrones with my main my man justin mm-hmm. uh he came through and uh you know people that have been listening to uh game of thrones recaps uh thrones forever y'all like hey justin's back new people like who the hell is this guy cassie six seven one uh wait cassie six seven and paula says uh i wasn't sure if you get my five star review on itunes so i decided to leave it here too uh hey rod and karen this week's podcast are excellent y'all really grind i appreciate that i like when y'all had katia and june on the show to spread awareness for lipedema i had never heard of the disease and the two of them were like hanging out with your fun aunties it's a shame about the cornbread because i fucks it up whenever it's homemade karen's corn in banana republicans had me in stitches i never understood the name of that company bananas are for monkeys and you know what they call us blacks why why not sell clothes uh, why not clothes is wi- sell clothes is wilding wear speaking of wildings <laughs> episode twelve fourteen with justin was the hardest i laughed in a long time definitely one of the best episodes i listened to the podcast in the car or when i'm working out and i couldn't finish my workout because i was laughing so hard when you do segments for fucking with black people and guess the race i sing along with you the two of you and your guests have become a big part of my everyday life once i get my funds right i'm going premium you deserve to get paid for all your hard work definitely the best podcast around love cassie oh thank you and yeah if you go premium you'll get a lot more justin a whole and, lot more justin me and justin basically we do it's basically just two podcasts every week it's 
uh the pregame which you know when karen's here karen will be on the pregame and bossy sports which was about sports kind of so if you listen to semi sports <laughs> yeah if you if you listen to those shows justin's always on those and uh we have a good time uh needless to say we have a good time yeah right roger is the one to be knowing shit me and just be fucking around back here and sometimes I, we might be drinking so yeah every once in a while darian fox says for the life of me i couldn't figure out why the waif girl hates aria so much then i saw the look on her face when jaqueline told her that she could kill aria that's when i realized the way that the waif looks at aria is the same way white people in prestigious institutions look at people who think they got in on affirmative action who they think got in on affirmative action the waif up there talking about how she had better test scores and shit completely glossing over the fact that she's got a silver spoon up her in her mouth she's been training for years now she's beating up blind people and rookies so she walks around talking about she deserves to be a faceless man university the that bravo's privilege (laughs) i will say this when she called her lady stark i think that was definitely something like class might have something to do with this too where you know she feels like because because what we forget is the stark line is one of nobility it's just not the glossiness of the lannisters right and that's why people keep falling in and falling behind them and that's why we're supposed to be rooting for them uh as some sort of claimant to at least the throne of the north right so Mm -hmm. and if people yeah and some people believe even more than that so um i think that's what's like to the other people and to the to the bitch at work she probably looks at Arya and goes yeah you think you're better than me because you come from nobility and that's why you'll never be able to be a faceless person you'll never be able to give up all your worldly possessions and become an assassin who only cares about completing their assignments because you're never going to stop uh being what you came from Mm. that's my guess amani says so about my official tbgwt prediction you heard it here first gilly is about to win the iron throne (laughs) <laughs> she's the black china of westeros man oh come up at the come up and justin might be on to something talking about hodor should wrestle next i would buy a pp a pay-per-view with hodor versus the mountain right now <laughs> i take that trial by combat instead of this election cycle hashtag mail vote ain't that the truth cersei mentioning that remind uh cersei mentioning that reminded me of how much i missed my man brian this season there's really not uh there's not really room for him to do much in king's landing but i hope jamie takes him out on the road now yeah i wonder if we'll get more brian i like that dude he's one of my favorite people so funny you know, he's trying to come up yeah and, and jamie keep fucking him up yeah and he don't mind being a scumbag right jamie be like hey i i got some around the corner for you got this got this gold uh the more you read emails i think about rod on john snow's revival versus walking dead there's a definite split in people who watch those these shows excited to be taken on a journey by the writers and looking forward to the risk they have the balls to take and then people who watch to predict what will happen next because they want to be right it's not all black it's not all that black and white but it's just interesting to see the rise of spoiler culture fed by people enjoying in the movement in the moment uh yeah yeah i mean sorry fed versus people who are enjoying in the moment anyway great recap and nice having justin back in like the old days thank you thank you and yeah the spoiler thing is funny because like they spoiled something from the book last week and it was like you know you could just feel like a lot of people who've been dealing with book readers Mm -hmm. and all the spoilers that they've been having 
you could just feel everybody's collective like good right like i'm so glad that it happened to y'all now right. now you know what it feels, feels like. like right it's one of those things where i know it's some good book readers out there that just enjoy this show but it's a lot of them i go fuck you just let me watch the shit you ain't right. got to tell me everything I, I still feel like the vast majority of those book readers are cool as fuck right it's just some like it's just a vocal minority that just gets off on fucking it up for people it's right. like, you know like well don't you want to know this is like dude no. i got the same library card you got I opted I not to go. I don't, don't want to read 3,000 pages. I'm good, dog. Right. I know they're going to do some things different in this. Let me just appreciate that. Uh, maybe I'll go back and read them after this is done. I won't. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. No. Were you surprised by segregation statistics of Chicago? No, I figured as much. Yes, it was shocking. 83% of our audience figured it was just like that. And 16 about 17% said yes it was shocking now i'm assuming that 17% is probably the white people that only listen to game of thrones so mm-hmm. now we know the exact percentage of people that <laughs> only listen to the show once a week uh lastly episode twelve fifteen mayonnaise we discuss lgbtq news stacy dash gorilla gate a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. uh anonymous says southern states will reject him even though all they know all of them know that gay lesbian person who holds leadership roles at church oh they're talking about the poll okay so anonymous left a comment for the poll but they left it on the regular okay uh comments but it was uh but we'll get to the poll afterwards so sorry about that anonymous it's gonna sound weird but we'll come right back to that far says y'all going in on calvin harris but his first two albums were dope as hell and funky now he's gotten way more commercial since he's blown up i'm kind of hoping the breakup will make him revisit his earlier sound tanya w42 says not sure if you actually care lol but this is what calvin harris sounds like and she sent a youtube video of calvin harris and his song is mary making at my place okay let's see what this is okay this one this is a extremely cheap looking video which uh i like um yeah something it. authentic about it. it looks like white people were just having a christmas party or something yeah. um but uh yeah this is not the voice of of that that song i played for calvin harris last well i was just like is this what he sounds like so um and uh, my man um i don't know if it was tone or bob i think it was bob from uh firestarter hit me up on twitter and said because i guess he was listening to the show and he said that um apparently these djs basically do what like quincy jones used to do you know like they produce they put shit together okay and that's how they you know it's like make their money yeah, yeah. so i mean okay, and that's cool sense. i'm not i'm not knocking them for for that hustle Mm-mm. it's you know i just i'm just hating y'all you know it ain't nothing you know ain't really nothing complicated to i'm just it was just getting in some laughs at this idea that you know all these songs sound about the same to me mm-hmm. <laughs> put a singer doof, over the doof, same beat doof, doof. Yeah. <laughs> doof, doof. all right what's happening here right it's all the same we will dance to the moon we will dance to the stars take your breath away like okay what one more round of this i guess right i guess we would just dance to it all night i mean it's like basically essentially you put the same beat on all night and then just random 
random lyrics that don't mean anything it's almost like anime lyrics over uh electronica mm-hmm. <laughs> all right and the poll was will the christian singer be banned now that he's come out of the closet because he was like i want to get my songs played on the radio and stuff but i'm about to come out the closet and how you know i'm afraid this could ruin my career um the poll uh options were no times have changed so people will accept them and they'll be okay with that or yes they won't accept him like he'll his career's over um yes they won't accept him 83 percent think even in even now in 2016 uh christianity and mainstream christian radio is not ready except a gay man who's out of the closet and still singing about jesus and 17 percent of y'all actually have hope that uh that it's gonna work out for them so we'll see which one of y'all which which part of that group's gonna be surprised uh, right so, somebody gonna be surprised um all right and then we also had uh some voicemails this week um and let me get those voicemails up to play for you guys hey karen what's up no shout out to rod he's trying to hold you down <laughs> hey, uh, hey sweetie. one thing and that's about it you was talking about the maester's uh change and why he was clanking so damn much mm-hmm. but that's basically their degrees when they get a new degree they get another link in their damn chain so that's all it really boils down to mm. they just got some extra other than that shout out to brett oh and one more thing that's it y'all talk to you later bye <laughs> oh oh okay so as they get their degree they give them more bills so as they move around well shit i guess he old as fucking dirt so grandmaster I, pay sale possible right i guess you don't get the grandmaster that was like here's another clinking charm clink 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 yeah i guess that's why they call him um grandmaster he got all them chains and shit well shit he can't sneak up on nobody all them fucking chains i wonder if that means two chains got two degrees apparently so oh or oh, oh, i wonder do, do they when they give you charms do they resemble what you just mastered you know you get music you get a trombone you know you master math you get well, a I, think dollar you said, sign. I think you just said it's a link to the chain not not a not a um <laughs> you don't get like a track they not be dazzling <laughs> right chain. that's what i'm saying okay i was like oh shit they keep in mind there's no black people in this universe so oh my bad okay so they're not, they don't have any spinning rims okay so 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 none of that so you know you you so you're not the ma- masters of the uh the 42 inch rims or nothing like that not yet okay all right next voicemail this is kind of long so we'll see how long it goes hey ron and karen this is iman um i'm just this harambe gorilla story has just got me so messed up this week i mean it's just monday and i'm already messed up it's just it's just too much and uh i just really just need to i've been taking i decided that i need to take a break from social media because it was just everywhere and i'm a parent and i was taking it way too personally because as a mom i'm so hard on myself and i'm talking about dad and my sister about it and my sister is like you can't be a keyboard warrior you don't have to defend this woman you know she can handle it herself she's been doing interviews and she's been handling it and you just gotta let it go and let her handle it and I was like you're right because 
you know, as a mom, it's like I'm just so hard on myself, and I was taking it way too personally. I mean, it's not my child. All I could think about is I know how I was as a kid, and I would slip away from my mom all the time. I got lost so many times because either I wasn't paying attention or I wasn't listening or, you know, I just had it in my mind that I was just going to do what I was going to do. Or I know in my home, my parents, they had five kids. So it's like you have all these kids and you're trying to watch all of them. And eventually my mom just put me on a leash because, you know, that's what she had to do to keep me safe. And I don't ever want to see anybody give another parent a side eye for having their kid on the leash because so they can keep their kids safe and close to them so they don't run off because they know their kid. They know, I mean, I put a leash on my own daughter at one point and, you know, people gave me so many side eyes and people were trying to stop me like, oh, in the street talking about, oh, your kid isn't a pet. And it's like, I know my kid. I know how she likes to run off. She's like me when I was a kid, and I used to run off. I'm trying to keep her safe. How dare you come to me when I'm trying to keep my kids safe? So I don't know this mother's story. I don't know what her situation was. I know she had more than one kid with her when she was at the zoo. But, you know, I can only imagine, and I hated all the judgments, especially coming from other parents. So it's like, are you perfect parent? You never made a mistake. You, like, every single second your child's in front of you, you have your eye on them. I'm like, okay fine let me bow down to you oh perfect parent like where's your parenting book or your parenting blog since you're so perfect at parenting and you know and my parents they're good parents but you know mistakes happen and she's right mistakes happen and unfortunately this is a tragedy on all levels because you know no one wants to see a beautiful animal get killed but, yeah, I was just taking it way too personally. Um, I just want to thank you guys for covering the story and then, you know, putting a funny spin on it and making me laugh. And But, yeah, it was just too much on social media. It's like, And I really appreciate, you know, all the uh, little uh, posts from, like, uh, zookeepers and uh, animal behaviorists who are explaining why the zoo probably need to shoot the gorilla and just, you know, what the gorilla's behavior really means. And so, yeah, so just to give some knowledge to people, because I would never want to be put in that situation, you know, with my own kid, and I wouldn't want to know what I would do in that situation. So, yeah, I just need to get that off my chest. I'm just tired of the judgment from parents. And people without kids just passing judgment on this woman, and I was taking it way too personal because all I could think about is myself as a parent and how hard I am about myself. And, you know, thank God nothing like that ever happened to me. And I usually try to keep a safe watch of my kids, but I know how she is. She, she's hid, played hide and seek with me in uh, our home. And I thought she had went out the door, and I couldn't find her, but she was just, you know, deep into a closet and just didn't say anything. And I was livid and scared, and I was in our own home. I can't imagine if we were out on the street and she and she got away from me. But, okay, I love you guys. Um, take care. Bye-bye. All Bye-bye, right. sweetie. Uh, yeah, and I, like I said, uh, even her 
defense of this lady comes from that same well of fear like her fear of her daughter and her own childhood of being like what would happen you know like this is everybody's biggest fear it's one of the reasons that it's so upsetting to people and they find themselves so staunchly on one side or the other is because i think everyone has this fear and it's probably to an irrational level there's only so much things you can control in life right um you know i almost choked to death on a hot dog one day my dad just happened to walk in the, the house right when i was about to choke you know and the thing is you know if i would have died or something people would have been like well why'd you let him eat a hot dog unsupervised you know hot dog the number one food kids choke on but also it's like at some point you know you gotta hope you don't have one of them dumb kids that can that can't eat a hot dog <laughs> you know like i don't know how much right you know i don't know like parenting seems very difficult and i don't know why people have to come down so hard on folks but right. um i you know i said it on facebook and it i mean i really believe it this story is all about how addictive it is to judge people mm-hmm. and, and no one wants to let go of the idea that you know this woman might not be a bad mom some bad shit just happened sometimes shit just happens literally nothing you can do about it and a lot of people are just getting really self-righteous over it Mm -hmm. um it's like the p it's uh i was listening to keith and a girl and keith malley made a great point they were talking about uh speeding tickets and this dude paid for a speeding ticket in all pennies uh you know just being petty like 200 something dollars in pennies or whatever right and the ticket was for nine miles over everybody goes nine miles over everybody goes nine miles over when you get like there's no one that does 55 on the highway but he had a jury trial and the fucking jury was like he should have to pay the ticket he technically was breaking the rules and it made me it just makes you think and keith brought up this point it was like people are fucking stupid because they're like but there was a rule but they know that life doesn't operate that way and they don't operate their lives that way Mm -hmm. and they understand the unspoken rules that Mm -hmm. shit happens and instead of being like well yeah i drive nine over the fucking speed limit all the time this is pretty ridiculous to get this guy's speeding ticket it is kind of the unspoken rule of the highway instead people go well he broke the rules even though they themselves break that rule right and i think that's what happens here is there's people that are being hypocrites to some extent that's my point but they're so hard on themselves too that's what they that's what we're not talking about is they're also hard on themselves and when they fuck up they feel terrible about it too you know what i mean but then they try to put that onto the world and that's that's where it gets fucked up i don't you know i I mean obviously being a parent is such an important job i could never truly identify with it so um you know i i don't know it's like how parents you'll talk to if you ever talk to like a parent that has like a daughter or something or or a young teenager or something they'll be like well these kids are fucking nowadays and it's sexting each other and getting pregnant and getting stds and you gotta i gotta protect my kid and you go okay but you know statistically all those numbers are down right our generation was way worse with drug use and right STDs and pregnancy that. than these kids are technically right, right now your kid is in the best generation mm-hmm. compared to our generation Have more more um information at their fingertips than we ever had but those but those parents when i had that conversation with them one-on-one 
they always completely dismiss what i'm saying because it's such an emotional thing for them they can't have the discussion where they go well relatively my kid is my kid is relatively safe Mm -hmm. they don't they can't because they feel like it will change i think they feel like it'll change something inside of them where they won't be as good a parent if they start to understand that they're that they're not they don't need to be as vigilant as they are and that some shit is beyond your control so you can talk to your kid about sex you can get talk about birth control you can do all this shit and they can still come home pregnant mm-hmm. you know but no one wants to accept that because then you have to go through the steps like something went wrong but when you're dealing with humans you're dealing with variables yes you are and variables are nothing if not unreliable unpredictable that's what a variable is and that is basically what i would imagine raising a fucking kid is, is this constant variable that is just growing and doing things you just cannot control or expect and i'm sure that brings a lot of joy but it has to bring a lot of pain and uh like i said this is so many people's nightmare that i think they just reflexively go bad parents shame on you and they don't even think to themselves like well why why am i hard why am i so harsh about this you know this why is this story making me mad five days in six a week later i gotta talk about this it's weird you know, and that's not, that's before you even get to the race of the parents and shit. That's before you can get to all that. Right. Um, all right. So we also have some emails. All right. We're going to get to those and then we're going to talk about our trip. Um, these emails are brought to you by Loot Crate. LootCrate.com. That's right. Loot Crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt at the offer channel checkout and you get three dollars off any new subscription um we love loot crate they have so many different kinds Mm -hmm. we get loot crate anime right now yes for my anime heads out there and it's always full of cool stuff you know it's not just like the bootleg like i'll never see this and i've never heard of this before uh also what i like about it is it puts me on to a lot of stuff yep so it's like you know oh jojo bizarre's event bizarre adventure i had heard of this but i've never actually gotten a chance to uh you know to get this you know to read to look at this to read the manga they send you manga dog like yeah they do i read manga now dog like uh Mm -hmm. i just have to get used to the left to right versus the right to left like i think it's like the books are opposite right there's um you know not to mention they give you stuff like uh you know uh badges we've gotten we've gotten uh scarves t-shirts mm-hmm. socks i got some like star wars socks up in there bobbleheads bobbleheads like poster mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get a poster every month with your anime crate and on the back it tells you what all your items are and stuff it's just so dope man and like i know everybody's not in the anime you can also go just regular loot crate which is tons of nerd stuff and like i said right now they have dystopia which is the theme for the month and that means you know franchises such as terminator 2 robocop judgment day the matrix all those will you know have items and stuff in the box but potentially um so if you're into like bioshock infinite fallout 4 uh you can get figures cool collectibles and all kinds of stuff um so just it comes in a small package it is really you get a tracking number uh you know it's really my favorite time of the month is knowing my package is coming mm-hmm. and you know like when i think that time of the month i think loot crate okay no headaches 
no cramps either no cramps uh so com slash tbgwt enter offer code tbgwt and you get three dollars off of any new subscription so if you're not subscribed do it now man now is the time strike while the iron is hot all right let's get into these emails all right um let's see who all emailed us this week it looks like aaron emailed us episode 1207 this is my second time writing in the first time was under a different email address and i'm actually trying to uh to catch up uh as in the sub as as in the subject i'm reading in 1207 i'm sorry if this is long-winded there's a story about minimum wage that caught my ear now this is this story is 100 now i'm all i am a well wait i am a well was a part-time worker i've recently become full-time i'm currently working in the produce department at a grocery store but i started out as a cashier now when i was a cashier and part-time i would catch a lot of hell now for eight bucks an hour which was about how much i made i was cussed out had people threatening me i had cops called on me damn for what and had right yeah, you know how people cut a motherfucking food when they think they had the authority over you and people treat you like shit mm-hmm. you know on certain jobs in my opinion everybody needs to have, have need to at least work a customer service job for 30 days because you can immediately tell when somebody shows their ass if they've ever been on the other side of that counter or on, on the other side of, of like being like customer service. Cause people who haven't, they show their asses real bad. I go, Oh, you've never had to do anything where your job was based off of dealing with the fucking public. Mm hmm. Uh, well, that's still a new one for me calling the cops. I'm sorry. Even having to have done these jobs before, I've never had the cops calling me. Oh, I haven't so either. So that just sounds like an interesting story is all I'm saying. Uh, i'm not saying the person was i was threatened with death before for handing a salad out and the bag slipped it didn't even get on anybody or or spill and the person flipped the dude was like man i kill your ass i was like over a fucking wendy salad damn you hardcore anyway i got a future so i apologize yeah fuck this job i ain't trying to die for wendy's at two in the morning right for a chicken salad and sitting in the fridge for six days come on now uh anyway uh i had the cops call on me and had a bottle of alcohol thrown at me just to name a few things and all the time i could would tell management of this and it seemed like nothing was done and while after a while it was, it was pretty much i pretty much said fuck it not to mention i was having anxiety attacks because not because of work i like to work it was because of the customers being just rude little shits the manager seeming to not want to do anything about it uh about what the employees had to say so for uh all the hell the people who have a lot of these minimum wage should get a fucking pay raise and again i'm sorry for being so long with it with much love and all the stars and congrats on the ebony feature thank you thank you baby now, i agree with you aaron I, like i said people talk a lot of shit about minimum wage jobs they if they start paying thirty dollars an hour ain't nobody running out to get no motherfucking minimum wage job come on don't people that work in offices are still gonna be like i like this ac and not being on my feet all day come on dog instead people are kidding themselves when when they say oh that's because they lazy like no lazy is what i was lazy is me being like i can't teleconference in like that's me being lazy Ah! fucking uh, lazy is the system going down and you fucking around on your uh uh cell phone because the system's down and you like well fucking i ain't doing nothing today yeah system down system never goes down at mcdonald's dog Mm-mm. you gotta you gotta work through that you I, i've been in there having to fucking do i'm a cashier and i'm doing fucking checks by 
by calculator like okay six percent tax what like i've been there so yeah fuck that man i've been there and got cussed out because the the uh debit credit machine go down and people actually eating and when everybody leaves they throw their credit card up there and you're like i can't take no credit card and guess what the motherfuckers ain't got no cash Mm -hmm. so odds are either uh they're gonna cuss you out or either you're gonna have to get in that goddamn meal for free because they're like i can't pay you and i got shit to do ryan right saying thank you Rod and Karen, first of all, I want to say thank you. Your dedication to your podcast and your fans one of the most inspiring things that I've ever that I've ever seen. You two are honestly some of the best people I've never met. Your podcast on different your podcast on different types of blackness put my whole life into perspective. I grew up black and closeted in dusty ass Temecula, California. Temecula, be, oh, be safe, baby. Right, you you the one whatever you meet. People, yeah, about yeah, about say people meeting people out there, baby. You be safe. Don't have nobody meet you besides family and friends i spent so much time trying to fit in with racist and or homophobic kids in high school putting up with their shit so that i could get by without too much hassle your podcast helped me realize that i don't have to put up with homophobic or racist people Mm -mm. for any reason no ma'am right you know what's fucked up is because um homophobic racist people don't ever put up with nobody else like everyone always says like be tolerable other people's opinion but when someone's opinion is like literally black people are inferior there's no toleration going back the other way Mm-mm. you know what i mean like it's me tolerating your ass it's never you tolerating my shit like because you in your opinion you tolerating me is look at this black dude giving his opinion you see what i'm saying like that's your tolerance of me it's like this nigger is doing such like mm-hmm. it's so funny when people say that shit man nah get the you you don't you want to be a, a, a bigot cool i'm gonna be a bigot for get the fuck out of my face with this racist shit uh i don't need that shit in my life your podcast taught me that i can be who i want to be and that acting black or acting gay are just things that people put on others to confirm their own biases and that i have no obligation to take that shitty biases onto myself i am me thank you so much for your podcast and all that you do love ryan oh thank you sweetie thank you ryan mm-hmm. we appreciate it and yeah you yeah don't let motherfuckers because that's the thing that people don't talk about this is war of attrition when you when and uh, i gotta come up with a better word because i don't want to use woke i hate that word at this point um but just the war of attrition for people that are empathetic and understanding to the fact that there's other people that have you know struggles and shit that they got to deal with and that we it's not good for society in general to just be like fuck everybody else i i only worry about myself right. and um yeah it's a war of attrition man you lose a lot of social connection but in my opinion that those people aren't your friends anyway if they like you know if their thing is i don't fuck with you because you're not homophobic then it's like then then, then don't fuck with me then i'm okay like i'll find a way to be okay without you in my life uh five star review this is by steven he says since i fa- usually avoid facebook and twitter and stitcher doesn't make it easy to post a comment i'm sending this directly to your email this is my five star review well technically this don't count okay i'm just letting you know okay because we <laughs> want that shit on <laughs> on stitcher or twitter we want the okay? official five stars I'm, yeah we want the official stitcher and, and itunes five stars or it don't count i'm reading this because you were so kind to send it in steven and, and we appreciate that so you know no 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 diss towards you but i'm just saying Mm -hmm. this technically don't count all right let's get steve's five-star review this husband and wife team of cultural anthropologists that's a new one (laughs) 
never recall that Mm-mm. frequently analyze the nuances of the lives of america's involuntary immigrants their their frequent audio presentations are insightful witty and profanely relevant the test that they administer that listeners uh illuminate to listeners illuminates bias and insensitivity to borrow a phrase from the linguistic lexicon these are my niggas oh well that's why i didn't get approved you can't say niggas on <laughs> oh, iTunes iTunes. Stitcher. yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta take that like put a, a, a hashtag a in for star, a, dollar sign yeah um, yeah put some yeah edit that up a little bit we'll put it in that five star for us uh last one butterfly rose from twitter robbie okay wolf girl writes in 2015 mayonnaise uh hello rod and karen what did i say 2015 1215 episode 1215 <laughs> i'm sorry i'm tired first i'm glad uh, you made it to your destination to attend awesome con and having such a great time oh we did mm-hmm. i just wanted to comment on the racist math quiz as a parent that racist math quiz was a straight up hundred for me i guess since the teacher was in her last year before retirement she said fuck it yep she knew it was inappropriate but just uh just didn't care it is like she really just decided how she really feels about the minority students before the end of her career how dare any teacher give such a quiz to our children using stereotypical hood concepts how very racist to assume and imply they should be able to answer them i'm glad that student had the presence of mind to alert his mom i too would have been there at the school in real time before her class switched students i would have been in the principal's office with her ass in front of me explaining herself that is just the kind of parent i am it is a shame but nowadays you really have to be proactive and involved in your kids curriculum there are a lot of teachers in um my opinion wait uh, oh yeah yeah there are a lot of teachers in my opinion as well as the personal experience with my sons who don't care about minority students Mm-mm. and will do them any kind of way if you don't pay attention and speak up yes this ma'am. teacher is a prime example the one mentioned not too long ago on the podcast giving the book nigger to a student is another as parents we should be involved in our kids education anyway but as minority parents we have to be involved i know this is long but the story just truly rubbed me the wrong way as always i enjoy you both i'm thoroughly enjoying my new premium content be safe in all your travels and fun have fun robbie aka wolf girl thank you thank you baby yeah you right i mean ain't really nothing to add to that shit you gotta be on top of it if you black man they'll fucking sideline your kid real quick and then have your kid on types of medication they may or may not need have your cat your child in remedial class they may or may not be in they actually might be smart and shit like yeah yeah you gotta be on top of it so yeah we went to dc Karen, go ahead i'm i you started off the show you couldn't wait to get in on this and i had to say we gotta do all this feedback first so you got it go handle your business <laughs> well we can talk we, we can talk about the trip from the beginning um i'm a i'm and i know people live in dc fuck y'all traffic i'm i'm a the middle finger both middle fingers up and i'm holding them high to y'all traffic yeah i drove the whole way there and the whole way back um uh apple maps uh just got some bad information or something because it said it was going to be about six hours to get there and i want to say we left at about 10 a.m which is apparently too late and we checked in in our room and that was at about i don't know 6 40 yeah almost seven so if you do the math that 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 six hour trip turned into about a nine hour trip um apparently when we got like right outside of dc maybe about 30 miles to our destination 30 at the miles most, uh and we had some little bit of traffic in richmond Rain. um and stuff but what happened was it started raining 
and i guess this is just weird to me but they were saying people up there don't know how to drive in the rain which sounds so foreign to me but i i mean i understand snow because you know we rarely get snow here but i mean you have to get rain all the time in dc right it's not like it's arizona right where it barely rains in california so this shit happens all the time it became fucking gridlock man and like it wasn't because there was a bunch of wrecks right right. i didn't see any wrecks Mm -mm. it was just traffic stopping like the traffic just was like we fuck you we I, like i was waiting to see a black lives matter protest being like we shut the freeway down i was like oh okay, oh, okay cool yeah. i might get to meet uh you know netta deray right. and you know maybe make, <laughs> make it worth the extra two hours because we were sitting there and um roger had his phone down there and it was like your destination you'll be there at 4 45 4 45 became five became 5 30 became 6 became 6 15 i was like god damn it we less than 30 miles why it's taking us two extra hours to get to the destination i could probably throw a rock there quicker than i can get this fucking car there yeah it was that that traffic was it, like it drained me because just the last like i said probably two hours were all stop and go and it was all within like a few miles of our destination so that was just a big pain in the ass man um yes Karen. i must say and it drove me i wasn't even driving but it was just exhausting and i think uh for me when we got to the hotel y'all and 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 i know that man probably started laughing at me because i'm right country i just rode the window i was like hey hey dog hey dog we got room here we'll be parked he was like we do um what was it um well no we okay so we get to the hotel and we're looking for a parking place and uh a, you know just a spot to park and apparently we've already heard that parking is pretty terrible in right. dc and you're right. not gonna find a space so you know we ride up to the hotel and i said hey man where do you park for this hotel because you know sometimes hotels have like parking decks that right. are like reserved mm-hmm. and he was like we do valet parking and it i honestly guys we right. the stop and go traffic had been so long he could have said uh it's infinity dollars right plus you have to suck my balls i, don't, I heard one 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 yeah the, <laughs> the the price is being paid it didn't matter right i, I wasn't somebody's driving. balls were getting sucked before we left because i was like fuck it i'm tired i'm exhausted i, I want to take out my vehicle. car you got this right like just take the car he could have just been a dude he could have just been right. a dude standing there on the street <laughs> gonna take that car that day nice car i would be like here you go sir i I don't want this any i don't ever want to see this again right so we gave uh we give the valet dude our car and they say charge it to the room i said cool don't worry about that um and we head on over to um you know to the hotel Mm -hmm. and uh we go to get in and i think the guy's name was robbie who checked us in yes he was so nice and here's the thing guys i was so (laughs) he was exhausted so tired i was like my nerves were frayed to the last edge now all this is internal monologue i don't feel like anyone knew any of this is happening in my head i didn't i definitely keep shit to myself because i'm a patient i'm a pretty patient person and also it's not you know i'm also a very logical person so but karen and this dude were talking so (laughs) fucking much y'all like it's like they both was having a a a fucking a a charm off or something it's like they both (laughs) one upping each other and shit (laughs) 
job like he was doing such a good job <laughs> yes, y'all he was. like that's when i knew that the traffic had got on my last nerve is because i was mad at him for being good at his job i was like <laughs> why can't you just be rude and hand us two keys and be right. like your room is 475 get out <laughs> he was explaining shit and showing us a map show it was like well we got you know free drinks at this time and continental breakfast at this time i mean he was literally just laying it all out for us he just he's like i got a map if you want to know how to get to the con the convention is up here you just go this way and if you want to get an uber or a taxi i'll say you just walk because i mean honestly everything's so close and also are y'all gonna be dressing up and i was like no i saw captain america in here today and then karen's like oh you saw captain america i'm like this nigga gonna keep talking he gonna keep talking and we keep asking questions <laughs> and karen just kept going you know i didn't pay you no attention I, that was just in my head i didn't okay. say it i didn't say it obviously i didn't say it i'm not crazy but i was just like in my brain i was just like if we don't ask any questions we can go to the room and lay down my phone was literally my phone was as, as exhausted as me y'all it, it had four percent battery like i we were in traffic so long we got to the point where i was like my phone gonna die we just not gonna know where to go we're gonna have to drive into dc and be like hey man is it like you know what embassy suites is bro i was like wait a minute let me pull my phone out yeah like i was gonna have to use all my firestarter slang they was gonna be able to tell i wasn't from there <laughs> hey excuse me young uh <laughs> <laughs> you trying to gentrify what the hell wrong with you <laughs> excuse me young may uh can you give me directions mm-hmm. to the embassy streets joe Mm-mm. they gonna know i ain't belong there this country twain they're gonna look at right. me you don't belong you too nice girl sir uh it says it's two blocks is that a size or is it correct they'd have been like we don't get your ass out of so, here but uh, at any rate we fucking um so we get uh he like after 10 fucking minutes or so and the other thing is we're supposed to be meeting people for dinner mm-hmm. and you know the goal was to like go i want to say at six we didn't even mm-hmm. get in to after six so like now we're technically late and yeah. i'm on that fine edge where i'm like i shouldn't even go out but i also don't want to be disappointing uh because some of these people we're not gonna see the next night right and then also you know karen's there so it's like i don't want to let karen down you know like uh because it's you know i i and then plus i want to see these people so right and, and and i think it was one of those things too to where uh i think shirley contacted us she was like y'all stuck in traffic i was like when, and when i seen i was like this shit must be normal because well, chris even told us when i when we saw him he was just like yeah I, I when you said you were like that far out i was like okay it'll be like two more hours he said i just didn't want to tell you because you would have been like what you know <laughs> right but uh yeah so but it was about two more hours mm-hmm. man so he was absolutely right about that um but uh so yeah we get to the room and i'm like let me at least charge my phone and i'm sitting there and i'm having that feeling where i'm like if i lay down i'm not gonna want to get up so you know what let's just go see everybody now mm-hmm. and we'll say hello and you know finally meet chris for the first time right and, um i didn't know who else was up in there at the time so i was just like hopefully we get to meet everybody and you know we'll see how we feel then so i go we go up there and i'm like i'm just tired and i'm just chalking it up to the traffic because i'm just like that must be it like i expected a six hour drive to be six hours and turn it to nine you know that, that that's like putting in a shift at work it can yes. drain you a little bit whole day uh, unexpected shift right so um 
we get uh into the room we hang out with chris he, they, everybody tells us that that's just how the traffic is and of course friday is the worst day to come down because rush hour starts at 2 p.m apparently right because folks like to go to work at three i was like who the fuck goes to work at three yeah everybody's talking about you know the metro how to get around dc right. and different areas and stuff and it was real cool and we got to meet uh francis for the first time francis in maryland, uh, francis in maryland for mm-hmm. people listening to morning jones that was cool as fuck mm-hmm. uh he's just like a uh like an ambassador to dc he just knew all the shit everything uh, did it <laughs> yeah it did uh you know obviously chris we we known but we never met so that right. was cool uh nick jew was there yes. uh shirley wong was there mm-hmm. we got to meet ashanti not that ashanti for the first time mm-hmm. um you know she sent us like baked goods in the past and stuff yes. for her and her mom so like it was just kind of like wow like you know it's like it's such a good feeling that I feel like that, that good gave, feeling the put energy. the energy back in me it while did. I was like, you know what? Uh, fuck it. Let's go out. Let's do this now mm-hmm. before I change my I'm mind. Not, right. Cause it's like, if I mess around and stop, that's it. Yeah. I think now what my mistake was, I should have been like, can we just go downstairs to the, the hotel bar or something like that? Cause I didn't know how like tired and shit I was. Right. At the time. Right. Yeah. I had no idea. And you know, you get that energy from everybody. And you're like, let's do it what are we doing you know and everybody was like let's go to uh you, what y'all want to do like because i was like i don't want to do nothing fancy only thing i packed was jogging pants and like cargo yeah, with, with, shorts with, with like, no dressing them it, it yeah. was blue jeans and t-shirts i didn't even bring a dress because i was like they talking about rain yeah so i was just like as long as it's not too fancy let's just roll wherever so we went to plan b burger um and since it's a walking city we all walked there plus there was a lot of us mm-hmm. not a lot but you know seven i think of mm-hmm. us um here's the thing uh as we were walking it's like the walk took the energy away like oh the rest of like the every energy every every block was just like i was like damn this this plan b place is like kind of 16 minutes away about a mile away from the hotel we gotta do a mile there and a mile back i'm like okay um i can feel my energy just going like and then what had happened was um i start like I, and i started realizing like this isn't just normal like i'm tired oh yeah okay like i'm like i'm starting to feel sick uh, and i'm like oh no. i didn't notice at the time but yeah i didn't know it either it was okay. happening to me live and i was just like what what the fuck and I, I guess i'm tired more tired than i'm not you know like that's what mm-hmm. i kept saying so we get to the um restaurant and uh we had like this you know uh pretty cool waiter and shit and it's like a pretty cool spot and like <laughs> i was so fucking like exhausted and drained the menu like i couldn't even really read the menu like every time i looked at the menu <laughs> i just saw a bunch of shit i didn't want i didn't want to drink because i was like that's just gonna make it worse right um and so i was like what is wrong with me you know um and people were being so talkative because everybody was out and i just felt like a big drain like a big ass black hole of fun <laughs> like i was just sucking the fun out of everybody's table and the conversation oh we were t- all talking we was you know. i know but i was in my head that's definitely how i felt and yeah, i was trying my best head. to keep talking and to be listening and all that stuff but it's like as i was listening i could just feel like the inside of my my body be like like i like you said wah, 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 when people yes. were talking to me and i was like what the fuck like am i like is this some psychosomatic shit like hey, why am i feeling like this yeah it's like i i wanted to hang out i want to talk to all these people and then like i just felt like 
my whole body was just like shut the fuck up lay down go why are you fighting this so um but but the con you know but i was learning so much stuff and the conversation was good but i just felt like such a bad guest right and chris is looking at you like i don't think you feel good everybody was like i don't think you might be fucked up and i'm like nah it's just the traffic or something right right because they was like you might want to go check on rod that's why i knocked on door like you oh okay well first of all you just stop swimming the story oh my bad skipping around oh come on come on karen i'm sorry this is an art form we do this for a living (laughs) at this point i need to be professional come on so anyway we're sitting at the table and shit so um i'm just like i like go use the bathroom or something like maybe that's it you know right i'm trying to get to the bottom of it. let's try to solve this shit like a mystery i'm like right. okay i must have just if i use the bathroom like i might i don't feel like i need to use the bathroom it's like my stomach just feels weird right but if i use the bathroom maybe that'll It'll be relief yeah that'll right. fix whatever the issue sometimes is it does yes you know so i go to use the bathroom and um like i really don't need to use it okay so i'm just like in the bathroom <laughs> like like all right any minute now let's do let's, something here we go something's not right you're giving me signals something wrong all right, right. you getting there you be like what the fuck you telling me something wrong but you ain't doing nothing so then like the oldest most embarrassing old man shit that has ever happened in my life happens what happened baby when karen knocks on a fucking bathroom door <laughs> the men's bathroom door okay we're from north carolina that is illegal technically but secondly <laughs> i'm not 90 you know what i mean i'm not dying that don't she knocked matter. on the door like baby you okay it was that- two other men in the bathroom pissing y'all so now i look like some type of kid <laughs> or some shit whose mom is checking on them i was concerned why they using the bathroom i got a phone you can text me <laughs> you don't gotta do that you don't knock on the door mom i was concerned i felt like every kid masturbating like don't come in mom <laughs> I was the lights like, are off. I was like, look, we ain't from here. My fucking husband in there. You all right, baby. She knocked on the door. You all right? I said, and I just said, <laughs> yes, I'm fine. And then I didn't. Beat even, it, mom. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even think it through. Cause then like, I just got up and was like, let me go wash my hands and get out of here. And I'm like, fuck, I should have waited like five minutes for the people that were currently pissing to get out. Cause then I had awkward eye contact was like, yes, man, my wife checked on me in the bathroom. <laughs> i'm a grown-ass man i know y'all was expecting a three-year-old boy to come out of the stall but nope a grown man is getting checked on like a child that just happened out of love i was concerned right out of love we the hundreds of miles away fuck that you the driver women don't women don't have no understanding guys no you you the driver we got to go back together i got, I got a phone you can text me i'm an adult everybody use the bathroom with the phone in their hands it's just a it's a ritual no i don't want that i'm already in the fucking public restrooms my nightmare <laughs> then you gonna add on to my nightmare now it's even worse <laughs> i was going to the bathroom minute i was like mm, check on him that's horrible <laughs> so um and and, it, and like i said i didn't even need to use it it wasn't even like that it was just like my head was hot and shit i was like i don't know what's wrong so we had ordered food when mm-hmm. i got back the food was there and i was so i was like i'm not eating anything because i just didn't feel good i was i had no appetite which sucks yeah because when you're in a new town like every on the top five of the list is like i want to see i want to eat some food right like i want to know what the fuck is good here that other places don't have so i could be like oh i tried that right mm-hmm. 
and like you know i like i gotta go back now because like i didn't get to eat none of shit man mm-hmm. like i like it felt so like uh so such a waste man but so um i had this she crabs crab soup i had two bites and i was like yeah that that's it uh <laughs> 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 it's, well, I, like i even text karen like i think i'm just gonna go home like i don't know if i can call an uber or a cab or something but like y'all like i'm just gonna go back to the hotel and you can stay out because i didn't want to ruin anybody else's time but i just really was sick and um for but at that time it just like a couple minutes later everybody pretty much was done eating and yeah because i I was down to eating grub and i ain't gonna lie i ordered some nacho oh they had these nachos i was like i want some nachos the whole table shared them but the nachos with nacho chips the nachos like potato chips that was the bomb and they had some burgers that they like ground in-house that mm-hmm. burger was delicious they had like a fried egg i like eggs on on, on um burgers had a fried egg and stuff on it I, honey i was a, a, a throwing down so i was like whatever you ate it was you i didn't eat the same thing well that's what i think it was a chicken sandwich from wendy's okay yes yeah, i didn't eat that you know i knew not to get that chicken sandwich because like the place where we stopped was like the chick the, the wendy's was on like stonewall jackson avenue and Come it was also of like no it's on andrew jackson avenue and off of stonewall jackson highway in virginia and i was like they probably just put like poison in my chicken or something like go back to africa chicken or something <laughs> <laughs> we poison all the chicken because the negroes order that so i had uh that chicken sound i think it was that i don't know that's uh, that's my only guess because everything else we ate we ate together like right. we had sushi the night before but we ate that together right. and i i have no idea man like i was like i was like I, like is it psychosomatic is it not but no i was really fucked up so um at any rate man like so i like i said i couldn't even eat this is how fucked up i was you know i didn't want to like throw up or anything so right. i definitely wasn't trying to eat and then like i was and i kept thinking in my head like all the embarrassing stories like rod came to dc threw up in front of everybody yep it was terrible <laughs> you know i don't like his podcast anyway not anymore so um you know i go okay um we're we're ready to walk back yeah. right and like at this point you know some people are just leaving because they gotta catch the metro back to their houses and shit like this mm-hmm um so we're walking back to the hotel but the walk is 16 minutes again and i was fucked up from the first time we made the walk (laughs) i'm like i'm just gonna die like i'm gonna pass out in the middle of this walk on the way home and i'm trying my best to be like gracious and listening because everybody wants to talk but i literally could have pushed everyone out of the arm like out of the way like uh marshawn lynch (laughs) <laughs> and just push past them all the way to the hotel like literally in my brain i was just like mushing a friend and foe alike by the way not <laughs> like like not just not just bystanders on the street i'm talking about people i'm cool with like mush run by karen you know like i could have <laughs> run to the hotel like like my back was on fire like everything was just i felt shitty like we would like get to the corner and have to wait that 30 seconds right for the light to change so we could walk and i'm just like man i can just jaywalk this shit you know like you know what <laughs> i know this you fire go to jail. i know this fire truck has an emergency and i can and and clearly uh they are going full speed but it's a slight chance i could beat that fire truck if i just took off running <laughs> right now against the jaywalk line like it was so bad and the thing about 
that y'all fire trucks are so unique y'all fire truck like a fucking clown car he was coming down and all of a sudden i seen this like thing sticking out and it was just spinning with all these multiple colors i was like what the fuck is this i was like oh it's a fire truck just just like lit up like a circus man i i just basically said look um if i can just make it back to the hotel i'll be fine so i was like let me just make it back and then i'll figure out what's wrong there like they asked that's how i want a box to go and then i felt so bad because shirley paid for our food Mm -hmm. so i'm like i wasted yo she crab soup like i wasted it like he asked me did i want a box i was like no hell no (laughs) like don't even look at me take this and throw it away (laughs) (laughs) don't give it to anyone homeless get thee away from me right two bites so bad um that was nice of her and i told her thank you thank you again i just feel so bad because i I wasted her money um so i then like so we get to the hotel and like first thing i'm like i'm laying down Mm -hmm. like so you know and i'm drenched in sweat like no i I already sweat a lot anyway but like i'm drenched in sweat because i'm we walking 16 miles and i'm sick like or 16 minutes i'm sick i'm just sick so um and then we start going the wrong way at one point i was going to cuss everyone out <laughs> so I'm like, make your fucking mind up. Like that's how my mind was, but I didn't because I was just like, people make mistakes, Rod. Okay, we, we walked a long way. Gotta, like my my in my my adult voice was talking to me the whole night. Like you're not gonna throw up, okay, buddy? You're gonna make it. <laughs> you're gonna be all, all right. All you gotta do is just don't eat anything, okay? Don't even don't even <laughs> that, think that, about that, it. That adult voice had to stand up tall. Right, that's how it was. People were telling me about stuff. It's like, no, Francis is being nice. He's telling you about DC and some of the history around it okay he's telling you about it might because like the evil part of me that was sick was just like shut the fuck up no one cares i just want to leave everybody stop eating throw your food away let's go dine and dash you want to turn like, the table over that's how my fucking brain was working <laughs> you were so tired it was making me so Ill. i don't even know like i said I, I don't i thought i was tired but i really think i, I was just sick. sick right like i don't even know what to call it because it wasn't like oh explosive diarrhea whatever like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i wish it was something like oh i i was throwing up you know i wish it was something like that so I, it just was like a bug i don't know it's like i don't know it just felt weird so at any right. rate yeah because um, your body was just shutting down and i only think it wouldn't matter who was talking i could have been talking to me they probably looked at me oh the no same you, way. you too yeah you oh yeah i know he was looking at you was down there having a you was down there having a good time at your end of the table and i was like look at y'all happy motherfuckers <laughs> let's go Stop, eat y'all don't have time to talk Whoa. talk between bikes Whoa, talk with your mouth full Mm-mm. and take pictures at the same time we need to start Mm-mm. uh being efficient you know. know he was mad at me on i was snapchatting and and uh talking to shirley and talking to nick Jew and honey down there drinking me a mojito and have myself a bowl i wasn't mad i was just envious <laughs> oh okay if i felt good i would have been doing some of the same right. shit i just didn't feel good man um and i was trying to tough through too because like i said i knew we weren't gonna be able to see everybody both nights so. right because some people yeah they weren't gonna make it. and i really was looking forward to this night you know too you know because like oh cool first time I get to hang out with some of these people right. so unfortunately i was the most watched i've ever been in my life got back to the hotel was in bed by like 10 um and like and the thing is it wasn't even like a restful sleep Mm -mm, it was like you don't feel good yeah so it's like i between like oh let me see if i can use the bathroom now okay that's not it nope i thought I, that was it nope okay am i gonna throw up nope nope not gonna throw up oh, i hate gonna... when you feel like that because you're like get this shit out with so i can just feel better and um and nothing ever really happened with that so um then 
karen was like and bef- and i and remember all this time i've been thinking like it must be the traffic it must just be i'm super tired i just need to sleep and so i want to say either late that night or something you just kind of like you want me to get you some pepto bismol and i mm-hmm. i think you said it before and i was like mm-hmm. the fuck would that do you know like pepto bismol makes shit move i don't be prepared to realize but that. i was thinking to myself like what would it do because i'm if i'm just tired and i'm not nothing oh, like okay obviously whatever's going on with me is just what but after a while it's just like maybe it is something i ate i don't i've run through everything i'm not coughing right i don't have sneak like i don't know right. i have a fever like i don't know what's going on so karen got pepto-bismol and i'm not gonna lie made me feel better a lot better not right away but i had some pepto-bismol like to, to start off uh well that night and to start off the day and you know we wanted to like do some shit earlier that day um uh, and i was able to like go to the con and get our badges but we really didn't have time to do a bunch of other stuff Mm-mm. i was able we, to we recorded with uh three guys on yeah and the thing is this was our first fan interaction at the con yes we was it was hilarious though because we had just went to get our badges because we was like let's go ahead and get our badges so when we come back later on the night we don't have to find our fucking badges let's just have them on so we can just check in and go on where we need to go and me and roger was randomly walking and somebody called our name i was like what um somebody called my name i was like i was thinking how do you no, know me? we were walking in uh this couple looked at us and uh the lady said hey hey y'all and i said huh hey i know like, you right is he like the i got a cousin in dc that i don't right. you know that is somebody behind us right. you know because there's also that awkward thing where like because they're kind people like we talk oh hey and they could be talking to someone like, behind you right. or something and now i'm like look at me thinking i'm somebody Everybody's special and yeah. here come here got come. me looking like a fool right now now everybody sees how dumb i am right but, waving. Um, say what i said yeah i can really wave when they weren't speaking to me right so i was just like uh hey and then they're like rod and karen i was like oh shit so this person does know us yeah and uh she introduced herself and uh the guy she was with and it was like cool we got like a little picture of mm-hmm. them and uh it was cool man it was just like a real cool interaction and you so know we sweet. we were kind of in a rush because we had to get back to the hotel to record and honestly i was like let me get back take some more pepto just in case because you know with three guys on be recording possibly three four hours or whatever mm-hmm. so um andy and randolph get there about twelve forty-five or so one o'clock mm-hmm. and uh ashanti came through and she got to see some of the recording yeah, um, and she bought us she a bought pie. us a pie which we gonna cook well, we gotta bake it mm-hmm. uh which i don't mind like mm-hmm. i don't mind baking the pie i like honestly the 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 pie and the food situation worked out so good mm-hmm. on that kind of stuff because i couldn't eat anything so it was just like oh cool something we can bring home yes yes okay. this is what i'm talking about so i get to eat it when i get back monday you know it's on like soon as i feel better it's on let yes. me get around my crib that shit up i got you you know like because i didn't want to it feels like you don't appreciate when someone makes something you got to be like yeah dog i can't yeah i don't don't even know how i'm gonna feel right it's like damn like it's uh, because they've been looking forward to it and as somebody that cooks i know part of the joy of cooking is watching somebody be like damn this good right you know like i want to see your eyes light up and i can't give that to you you know uh if i'm just like 
i would eat this but i'm afraid i'm gonna like project that vomited all over your face and <laughs> right. then, then then where will we be right i'll be in the toilet 30 minutes afterwards dog i'm, yeah. I'm sorry i want to so, enjoy this food so we um and the thing is i wasn't even drinking like mm-hmm. i was drinking i had a ginger ale beer the first night uh which was really good um and oh, that, was that was it yeah that beer chris had ginger ale beer i don't know what kind of beer but it was delicious yeah that was it for alcohol for me um the first night and most of the second day too so like then um we, we record uh-huh. we had a good time recording with them yeah we record three guys on you guys will hear it this week mm-hmm. it's in two parts uh but andy and randolph man everything you think like mm-hmm. it's funny because i listen to that show so much it's like i already i felt like i almost already knew them because it's right. just like i knew this personality i knew they were gonna say that and uh being fans of them it was cool yes. because like all the inside jokes and stuff we got to say and you know we got to fill in that sock puppet role that was cool um, we sock puppets we get to we had we got to get a classic uh randolph devil's advocate uh you know thinking something through moment with karen uh about the gorilla mom <laughs> so i mean i think y'all are really gonna enjoy it man i can't wait for that to I come out that was a lot of fun i enjoyed talking with them <clears throat> excuse me and they're very very cool dudes yeah man they were super funny and um uh, you know they and, and 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 also like you know they came from out of town to do that man and so it was just yeah they came to the room with really them. honored that they yeah. would even come do that man right but, you know that's that's what's up they say they would make it happen and they absolutely did. did yes so um that was cool the other thing was after that we uh, by the way there were so many people that want to get us get up with us in dc we couldn't get to everybody right i had their facebook posts and twitter polls and it was one of those things where me and roger said we, we're probably gonna have to end up making like a, a another trip up there where we can go sightseeing and kind of get up with with more people that weren't able to get up with us this time because man we got tons of requests it was like we just didn't have the time because yeah we're, we're there for awesome con but we would do we were literally kind of working and doing other shit also yeah well you know i want to not be sick next time for sure right. like that would help a lot <laughs> would go a long fucking way man because there was just so much shit that mentally i was up for where i'm just like i want to go to the con and you know get pictures in a suit man listen we were there for such a brief time but i saw this one dude and he had on a negan costume mm-hmm. and i was like i just want to get a picture with him where i'm on my knees and he about to swing the bat that was the only pick like everybody else's costume was cool you know that was, and he looked just like Negan, y'all yeah it was it was also cool because it was a whole lot of black people in costumes it was um it was one black woman in a pink ranger costume i see why they had the white people in the costume i see why because no kid could watch that with them curves <laughs> ah she was giving it the business she was too. giving them the business i saw the security guard look like god damn like uh I, but i didn't make eye contact with him to 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 give him the that's right brother saw it too because ah! i uh because i wasn't feeling that great but um at any rate it was kind of a it was cool to see so many people dressed up so many black people mm-hmm. uh out there like dc is just such a black ass city I, yeah I like did. just riding in downtown mm-hmm. seeing so many brown people you know in their business clothes coming from work and their headphones in and all this shit it just clicked like i see why we get so many fans and stuff up there because y'all niggas stay in traffic for three hours a day all right you might as well be listening to something ain't that the truth <clears throat> and like i said with so many brown people so many natural hair people out there so many like 
you know some people just beautiful people out there man it was just mm-hmm. so cool you know with how we got to go around the howard area and all that stuff too so at any rate after we get come recording with them is back to like it's, here's what's funny i was resting like Dwayne wade during like during the playoffs i imagine <laughs> like every single chance i got a chance every time i got a chance to not be doing some shit i was like in the bed laying down uh you know like drinking pepto bismol and water and ginger ale and fucking just like eyes closed trying to just make myself go to sleep just like i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna feel better i'm gonna wake up i'm feel better and so uh the other part of the plan for the afternoon was we were gonna hang out with um tone from firestarter mm-hmm. uh which is cool man got to take a picture with him uh, he took us out man and he took us to like more uh, the authentic it, dc kind of right, you know? outside of the the tourist kind of attraction where we were at yeah he was breaking down you know like okay this part got gentrified and this thing did that and that was you know this is like this is where the white people hang now and this is the frat boy shit and this is the you know and so he took us to uh i think it was like well next to ben's chili bowls i think it's called like ben's next door or something like that mm-hmm. god i hope i ain't tanked that man uh but um it's like this historic restaurant and stuff and you know he took us by howard and mm-hmm. uh you know i you know I, and the only time i've been to dc before is when i went to howard uh, <laughs> that was my first time going uh, seeing any piece of howard yeah and i and the only reason i went up there was uh for a college tour and then that was the only school that ever rejected me um i could i got like all these new girls excel i got money to everywhere i got partial to everywhere at minimum like full to 99 percent of the colleges we went to i got partial to like um to like i don't know two or three like i think vcu i got partial and you know it was a couple out-of-state things yo howard looked at me on my sat was like who that who that's supposed to be in person i'm like dog that's but i took that one time that's like a 1400 yeah dog that's uh that ain't shit i'm like i took that in ninth grade yeah i mean well it's not a 1600 i mean it's not perfect i don't know what the yeah what's so impressive about this shit I'm like my gpa is over 4.0 like well that's weighted like okay all right i feel y'all howard i I won't be going here uh but um i do remember um you know the area and stuff uh a little bit but it's been so long ago so um yeah he took us to um ben's next door which was uh really fun man (laughs) Uh, it had some fun uh like they had a waitress had a birthday in there and they were singing happy birthday to you but then they of course because it's black you know they broke into happy birthday yes. to you that that always happy happens happy birthday everybody was clapping and mm-hmm. yeah everybody it, was getting it that was a cool moment it was fun in there and uh you know uh and this, at this time like i was getting a little bit of my appetite back but i still didn't want to force it because i knew we had to do the panel that night right so we had like some um i got some so we had small plates and like drinks you know specials and stuff i didn't get a drink because i really like i said i was scared i was gonna mix a drink with the pepto and then just be not like right but i said not me i got me another mojito yes karen got her mojito and i got some mambo wings like five um wait is it mumbo mumbo wings mumbo sauce that was good 
yeah uh <laughs> that 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 was excellent it was really really good because i wanted to get the authentic thing because i've never had it before and i almost had ordered some mumbo sauce online but then i had that moment where i was like Thank how do i know this ain't just barbecue sauce with like a label on it i don't know like I, I need some authenticity so now i know what it tastes like um so we had those and you know they was pretty good man i ate like two or three of them which yeah, and i cleaned off the rest yeah karen had the rest which honestly is saying a lot guys i like yeah that's the literally the most he had that's ate the most i got there like literally he had eat anything else that was the most i ate was those wings and like in the whole time you know we having a great conversation man mm-hmm. it's talking about all kinds of stuff man it was it was just real cool and um you know then he drove us over to the convention center and basically we had about 15 minutes to go to start the panel you know yeah and uh before you go on i think for me and the thing is y'all we didn't really get the rest because like i said we had went out we got back and i was asleep i was i wasn't sick but i think i was so excited about saturday that's not funny it was hard to rest and so i went to sleep and I was fucking up at 5 a.m. I was like, fuck, why am I up? I need to be resting because we're going to be busy for the rest of the day. But my body was like, no, bitch, get up. You're excited. So I was like, well, what the fuck do I need to do? So I started posting pics and shit because I didn't know what to do with my time and with myself. Posting pics of what? Oh, pics of the dinner last night, that night, oh, okay. you know, and, and stuff like that. You know, pics with Nick Jew and all that stuff. I started kind of posting them to social, to uh, across the board on social media, you know, on our different accounts for people, you know, just following and things like that. They might not be able to be here but they kind of want to see what we were doing oh yeah yeah karen's in charge of the pictures he cleaned the whole phone out before we left oh yeah all like, that- she was gonna be taking all the pictures and i was like cool uh less for me to do you oh know? yeah i was taking all the pictures so we um so we like i said we hung out with tom man mm-hmm. we really had a really great time yes and, we did uh great conversation and we took pictures on the side of ben's chili bowl which mm-hmm. has like these murals of like different uh famous black people man i'm i want to say like donnie simmons was one donnie simpson oh Sim- damn, damn tank uh donnie simpson was one yes. um obama was one yep and bill, and bill cosby. cosby was one uh, and, and i forget the last one man me too. but i feel like uh yeah anyway so we uh <laughs> we took pictures of me and karen took pictures under the obama uh you know the mural and then and i don't and i was like i guess it was like a big deal that they might take down that bill cosby mural or something at some point but they haven't yet so of course uh me and tom took our picture under the bill cosby mural mm-hmm. uh <laughs> don't buy me which was which was uh the face they have of him is so ironically nah. mischievous like <laughs> it looked like he just put something in somebody's drink in that picture uh, like uh, just y'all had to see the picture if y'all follow me on social media y'all see it but that like that shit that motherfucking picture like that mural looked just like and like it was two drinks on the windowsill where we were standing i was like just don't touch them drinks and let's take this picture so we got the picture uh like i said he dropped us off man uh that that was a real highlight man to get like some authentic dc experience mm-hmm. um and, and history and stuff and, and just talk man um uh, hopefully we meet k by and Bob at some point too man um and then uh we went to the, the to the to awesome con mm-hmm. and went to our room to do the panel can't have to use the bathroom so i went in first and like it was probably about i mean it's a big ass room it was and i'd say it was probably already about 
half full at the time i walked in there so i'm like damn a lot of people yeah and as they got closer it got fuller and fuller yeah and it was pretty black up in there too pretty pretty black so i go to the front you know and i guess at this point people were recognizing me and shit and i'm just like Cool. i didn't know so, how to respond i ain't gonna lie well i also didn't know how many people were recognizing me and me how many either. people were, well you know we're just randomly floating through the room right like, so i just came up and uh i saw dex i walked right past dexter and uh michael you guys i know him as stilt man i was just trying to get to stage yeah i walked right past him and then i was like oh shit Dexter!" i came back dapped him up and mike came up and he was in full costume uh the same stilt the costume he had but without the stilts mm-hmm. uh so <laughs> um so uh from art of confession for those who live tweeted that with us so uh you know dapped him up got on stage and you know it was my first time getting to meet sterling face to face that was dope d palm um shit jay i mean it like it was just you know you know it was just so cool man to get to meet those guys because i feel like we kind of created this family community and we know people but we don't really right. get, we haven't met everybody yeah we see people through skype like that like yeah. that's the closest we've gotten so uh you know we anyway so i got out there and then karen comes in and of course karen's the real celebrity so <laughs> apparently, apparently so i didn't realize how popular i was it was hilarious because i i spoke to dexter and then like i say he was in that outfit and it tripped me out and not sure funny i do Wait, not dexter wasn't in the outfit not dexter but uh michael was in the outfit yeah. so i spoke to dexter because dexter was like hey karen i spoke to him because it's one of those things where not just you almost have tunnel vision it's like okay stage like let's get to the stage if i get to the stage i'll be all right i know that i sound weird but that's what my mind was because i was like roger you didn't know how many people's there who's going to recognize you who wasn't going to recognize you like he's like like he said that people just randomly floated in the room um because i know people said it was going to come and stuff like that but i didn't know how many people's going to come and when i um after i spoke to dexter uh uh michael came and i don't know how i looked at him but it must have been hilarious because apparently the whole room busted in laughter and i was like i don't know how i looked at you because i told him after i don't know how i looked at you but i'm really funny because i think it confused me because i was like oh it's moving and who is this i was i was like why, why is this random striped person hugging me i do not comprehend this and i got on stage and before i got on stage i started walking and somebody said karen and i turned and all of a sudden i see other people waving at me so me and my silly self and and, and not silly but but i just waved at everybody because i was like i don't know who who recognizes me who does it so i just waved at everybody and i realized that a lot of people recognized me i was like oh this is our people came and they came in droves and it felt so good to know that y'all came in droves and it kind of I was nervous, but that kind of cut the nervous down. I was like, oh, okay, these are my people. Yeah, and the, they looked at you. I think they were laughing because when I came in, I hugged Michael. The same thing happened with me. Okay. So I had done it just before you did. Oh, God, I'm not alone. And it, it was taking me a second to register that that was Michael. So I was like, what the fuck? Who was that guy? And then I went and sat down. I was like, oh, still, man, Mike. That's who that was. <laughs> Got um so then uh we do we get up and we start to panel and stuff and like everybody gets introduced and um you know when they got to us it was like uh you know a ride of camera and a black autism was like yo what's up and then people start clapping i was like oh, oh shit. shit yes that was my response it was hilarious because <laughs> everybody was kind of introducing you know themselves and and when it got to us it was like i heard in a uh uh, uh like everybody was like Woo! i was like i was looking at roger like 
they come to see us regular ass niggas right you Not know like that. i really like that because we were looking at you like I, I think a lot of these people's here for us though i'm like our peoples is here they made it out right. like i was like they wouldn't lie in when they were saying yeah. they was buying tickets you know and plus you just never know because it's like a public setting so i don't know what the decor is for the decorum is for that panel shit i don't know if people have been vocal they talk if they clap like this is our first panel right. I, I don't even really watch other people's panels so i just mm-hmm. did, i had no idea what the audience response would be like um and you know from my understanding the last time they did it you know it was kind of like a lot of white people it, it was, was a smaller room. room it was like you know it, like it was some some factors to it where i mean the the, the audience if you go listen to it uh the audit like the, the panel was still dope as fuck mm-hmm. but it was like the audience wasn't necessarily like oh let's go see the guys it was just kind of like oh what's this panel about this sounds interesting and then oh these guys as not you know as always these motherfuckers are entertaining let's stay right right so uh this but but this was like crazy because it was just like wait these people know us as right. a panel they know the people on the panel on the panel they, they like we came to see y'all we can make jokes about shit we talk about right and they'll understand these jokes and um so that was you know so that was real cool um and we do the panel and i'm sure uh crystal had audio up mm-hmm. uh movie trailer reviews um and, and you guys can go hear it um but you know it was fun extra extra ratchet yeah extra ratchet and also uh sterling uh periscoped it because we roger was saying people are live posting it that's because uh it was being periscoped so check out uh the wound god his uh at twitter if you want to see like it the actual video because they was actually uh, periscoping it yeah my my phone was blowing up in the middle of this like i'm like why is my phone i'm like oh people somehow people are live tweeting i thought maybe they were live tweeting from the room as well yeah they, um, they're pro- uh, yeah, but i guess were, some people weren't even there and they were live tweeting through right. periscope so that was cool um and then you know it was cool because i didn't have to host right and read a bunch of articles and shit i got to just make jokes mm-hmm. and just sit back let the other people talk and and just you know jump in and make jokes about shit when i wanted to and that was fun that was fun and uh you know karen got a couple rants in you know <laughs> so everybody was, you know, that's how i know karen's a real star because like karen got her rants in and everybody was like yes that is what i'm like karen karen would like not say nothing for 20 minutes and then she'll be like now hold up we not about to talk about and i'm like oh here she go <laughs> i had to let my voice because i was cool i was okay i agree i agree but i was like we not talking bad about the mc hammer cartoon nah dog mm-hmm. i got to speak on this right here she had to bring up her personal jerry carroll history in it what is. Yeah. i had to let the people know you know i came out as a person that like all the x-men movies y'all you're here you guys are here <laughs> but needless to say we still together we still here yeah and uh and it because i think chris and them said it was reverse uh the room was almost reverse what it was last year last year it was a bunch of white people with children and a few dark spots this year it was about a uh, all black room with a few white dots it like it was completely reversed so we um you know we do the panel and stuff and i mean it went great man it did uh the time flew by it did we got like audience interaction time we got to do giveaways like you know chris is so good at planning all this shit mm-hmm. um kudos to him like just like he was just able to navigate hosting that that panel so Flawlessly. easily yeah like slide presentations mm-hmm. um you know sterling was being sterling yes you know the loose cannon uh deepon was was just i mean 
going in like nerdery just like you know like he's a he's such a a a, a combination of like wait this this dude would not be a nerd and he just starts going in about something like this dude is a nerd and yes. chris nerd shamed him a couple times like we had so <laughs> he's like nerd i'm like you brought him here for that that is right what, that's what deep on does that's the purpose but uh but nah it was cool because it was all you know all love and um so then um when the panel's over this you know it's like time to get ready to go to penn social right like, this is when i was like oh my gosh what is happening here right so we go to get off stage or whatever and then like you know people start kind of crowd around the stage and it's like hey what's up man you know what's your name nice to meet you you know where you come from and all that stuff and everybody's like hey can i get a picture and i'm like sure yeah get a picture you know and i'm like wait everybody want a picture it was like a line started forming yes like i was like hold up this what like uh, for us really Uh, right i was like i I tell everybody two regular ass black niggas i was like y'all want pictures with us and we were there so long the people's like um um excuse me um you might um we're not when we we won't be rude but you know we kind of want to close it down i was like okay and then we went outside was like even more people wanted to take pictures i didn't it was one of the things but i didn't know what was happening it 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 wasn't overwhelming it was just shocking that people actually view us as superstars it was just so much love like i right. like I, so not, much love i'm not gonna say superstars because i feel like i don't even know what that would feel like me either because like, I, I, I i don't feel like you know it wasn't no kanye west shit no like it wasn't like people was ripping our clothes off or nothing but no people were, i mean because i mean I, it was just love like i oh, like God. i like I, I think it, it was just like love man like like a family reunion or fucking yeah. like you know that cousin you ain't seen in a while like it was love it wasn't like Mm-mm uh it didn't feel like fame or some shit because i think fame is a different animal fame is like let me take a picture of this person eating some soup look it's kanye west eating soup like it it wasn't like that it It was like can i get a hug can i get a picture can i you know like you know so it wasn't that and and then the other thing too was crazy i was so sick for friday i was sick almost a waste of a day you know other than traveling and shit friday i was sick um most of saturday i was sick like i barely like i made it through three guys on we hung out with tone i still wasn't sure like i was like i shouldn't have even ate them two wings i hope i don't throw up hope it didn't look like uh you know the pie eating contest and stand by me and um (laughs) and uh so so i uh i almost so so like i'm i'm feeling kind of queasy up there on the stage and stuff but like the second that you know we started the show and and when the people clapped and w- the audience clearly knew us and mm-hmm. and knew the, the panel yes like it just boosted my spirit so much like i I really didn't feel sick after that like at, at and like the thing is i was never nervous about the panel or anything so i couldn't even chalk it up to like i was just nervous and it was just getting in my head it's just weird man everybody just made me feel better like they everybody was did. being so positive and so cool right and you could feel the energy and and it was just i was happy that everybody else was happy and it was one of those things where we were standing there taking pictures and like other people would be in front of us like taking pictures too and i was like okay now where do i look and uh shout out to everybody that was drafted to be my photo person because well actually um okay so one we took 
one of the things that was really important to me is i want to take pictures with everybody that want to take a picture everybody yes sir like real talk that was really important because yes. i feel like so many people came out they didn't have to do shit Mm-mm. and you if you were at that panel you had to pay to be at the panel so like right i completely understand like like i like because people were like do we gotta pay to take pictures i was like no, no. please don't no you know that's like, i'm just joking i was like cool because i'm not an asshole yeah. like that and mm-hmm. i never will be yeah. so yes please take your picture with me please i, I would love you to take a picture with me and post it right. this, this is cool for me as well this is so dope you know um because you know like i said i'm uh i might be an introvert but i'm not socially fucking awkward, awkward or right. incapable like you come up to me like let's take a picture i'm like yes let's take a picture let's do this shit mm-hmm. you know so um you know we took uh like i'm more of a if i'm at the store with my headphones in type leave me alone but i understand this is an event it's public it's social let's we're gonna socialize we're gonna we're gonna hug we're gonna talk we're gonna take pictures we're gonna yes. do all that shit so we took pictures with everybody and so many there are so many people i literally i've forgotten pretty much everyone's name so i will have to be introduced to everyone again uh uh some people i knew better than others from interaction and stuff and yes. seeing you know their posts and their pictures on twitter and, and and facebook and stuff so i kind of felt like oh Lashonda, you know like some people is just like right. boom right away right and then some people is like hey man we three black geeks i'm like okay i remember y'all had a rap album photo that <laughs> was on itunes no. and i thought y'all look like the most gangster nerds of all time and i like y'all show but i like i'm gonna need everybody's name i'm gonna need everybody you know like <laughs> i'm gonna need the whole shabam <laughs> like we never heard of each other before because you know um i'm putting names with faces yeah for the first, first time, time you know and, and people are introducing themselves as twitter handles and stuff and you're like which, which helped me out a lot because i yeah. was like because when they said that now it's like okay they said i'm like oh i know who you are right it's, it's like hey it's me jamal uh not ringing a bell you know classic classic oh shit what's up my nigga? you know like <laughs> so it was like a little different you know uh when it came out of that so it was cool but it was so cool to be able to do that man and uh take pictures with sterling and quita mm-hmm. and uh like i said classic um like the, the like so many podcasts black on black was there i was like my mom yeah. would love to know y'all yeah. was here with us yes like this is so dope man y'all, y'all my mom y'all one of my mom's, mom's favorite, favorite podcasts yes, i got you know? pictures of them so um we so we took pictures of everybody man everybody and, shout out to the brother and i'm so sorry i forgot your name i swore i was gonna remember because i was like this dude is so fucking nice i'm going to remember his name even though i met a thousand people tonight and of course i forgot it my bad dog but you know who you are mm-hmm. my man he i think he came up from atlanta yeah he took so many pictures for us and he was so professional and he got like he just give me a phone give me a phone count them down one we're gonna take three pictures one two three you know when we gotta turn the flash on some of y'all darker than others boom we're gonna get this right boom <laughs> up turn that hat around all right here we go we're gonna do the one <laughs> yes. like he was so fucking good and we needed a person like that but i didn't know we would need a person mm-hmm. like that you know what i'm saying <laughs> guys like i didn't think we'll probably need a cameraman right that just i had on me yeah i had zero expectations going in because i'm pretty much a pessimist about all this i'm pretty much like eh, we'll probably get there and if there's like five people that know us that'll be cool yeah i, I was cool with that and it, and, it, and i think it was just i the 
i felt so loved y'all i cannot express how i felt so loved enough i felt i felt your love your excitement your joy a lot of people was telling me their personal stories about how they found our show mm-hmm. and one girl she made me um some butter some uh shea butter she mm-hmm. gave that to me and um we ended up meeting wanga this first time we had seen wanga and the, and the hilarious part about wanga was that I think somebody, we was like taking pictures. I turned around, uh, to, to do something. And all of a sudden, this tall white dude handed me a bag. And I took the bag and I picked it up. And I seen the cookies. Them, um, what's the name of those cookies? Um, oh, oh, the Australian cookies. Right. I don't know the name of them. They just delicious. Right. I seen those cookies and I kept, I looked, I was like, I know these cookies. Cause, cause one, cause he had sent us some. I was like, I know these cookies. I dropped the bag. I say, Wanga? And he looked at me. He say, mm-hmm. And yep. I was like, it, it was so good to, to see him. And he's, y'all, he is the best. And I'll go into a story about him later on, but he, he was just, just, just the best. Yeah, he came 28 hours. 28, one way, y'all. One way to see us. That, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And he fucked with all our podcasts. So it's not just us, but I'm, right. by us, when I say us, I don't mean me and Karen. Yeah, right. I mean like the whole, the panel. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, uh all these because as far as i'm concerned everybody came out to see the the because that's fam you know right, what i mean so it's like the whole panel yeah it's like I'm, I'm not saying they wouldn't have come out to see us i know people would but i'm saying like in general it wasn't like fuck these niggas man mm-hmm. what's up rod and karen it was like you know everybody was getting in and having fun and mixing it up and mm-hmm. that shit was so important because it says a lot about the community we created right and i was so proud of the community because of that so wanga flew 28 hours mm-hmm. uh and we ended up giving him uh like a little gift and stuff and i think everybody kind of gave him a little something maybe but mm-hmm. like you know because that was that that's wild you know but people right. were coming from like everyone had stories people came out from new york people you know obviously the the dc area and whatnot but people atlanta and all this like flying in and shit mm-hmm. you know um so it was just so dope man and uh definitely made me want to get out more and do more stuff um it was a positive experience it definitely made me feel like well maybe we can do a meetup like Uh because before this i was kind of like i was kind of like this would be like a litmus test because you know i don't do anything without kind of planning and preparation i don't like to just be like i got a dream i'm just doing that shit <laughs> like, i like to be like okay the safety net of my dream is if i can accomplish half of what i think then i'll still be good you know but at the you know like i like to leave room for like oh unmitigated success i didn't see that coming but that feels great but okay. also for the well my expectations were low so if it's if it is low if like right. six people show up i won't be mad i'll just be like okay six people fuck with the show enough to come out and see us that's awesome as well you know Mm -hmm. like i keep my expectations low for a reason but um this is so overwhelmingly like it was obvious that we got to do something at this point because so many people were just like really fucking down to like to just come out and hang man and uh it was a lot different than just like going to a party or a club because everybody kind of knows you already Mm -hmm. so uh you know as opposed to just like going to a loud ass bar and mingling it's like well people kind of know what kind of things they want to talk about and talk to you about and meet you and shit so that was cool um and you know and so we took all the pictures and stuff and everybody's you know 
got their stories and stuff mm-hmm. and everybody's you know like telling us like i've been listening to you this long and that long right. and all that and um then it's like we got to go to pen social but we had to stop by the room first mm-hmm. put all the stuff up because people was bringing us gifts yes um, thank you yeah thank you so much i didn't got, expect the kids i was like oh something for me <laughs> right right you know shandy got us shot glasses yes uh Warren got us cookies mm-hmm. like uh like karen said she got hair products like yeah she was wild man like we weren't expecting any of this stuff Mm-mm. so it was kind of like oh I, well let's go out of room we drop everything off we walk over to pen uh pen social and like i said still feeling pretty good i took some more pepto bismol mm-hmm. when we got there and to the just in case right um because i'm like it's been working so far i'm feeling good right um and, and maybe that's what maybe it's always pepto bismol maybe pep, mm-hmm. this is an advertisement for pepto bismol right maybe that's what it was maybe yeah. none of y'all had any effect on my spot on my spirit but i want to give y'all the credit because that's how i felt that's my go-to when i don't went check through the list and everything else wrong i look pepto bismol will make it move there you go well i don't i don't know but you say make it move like it'll make you go to the bathroom i didn't know no, no. i didn't feel like i had to use the bathroom no. and, and, and i mean and i didn't grow I mean up it like that and or like calm my stomach down or, or okay or, you know what i mean that type of stuff all right so we go to um so we go to spin social man mm-hmm. and you know once again long ass walk um hot muggy kind of sweaty mm-hmm. a lot of black people in a, in a small area downstairs uh but we packed that little bar area out yes we did we and it know. was mo niggas it was mo niggas, niggas that wasn't even at the panel mm-hmm. that was out there so we got to hang out with all the new folks right man. plus the people for a lot of people from the panel rode over there and the people from the panel and people was like i'm buying your drinks shout out to the dude because somebody's like your first round's on me i want to say it was andre he was like the first round's on me i was like all right cool and then uh he got he got one up because my man from atlanta was like here man your first round's on me and he gave us the money to buy rounds i was like damn he he cheated the game like i get like i'm sorry man i'm sorry andre technically second round was on you yeah, like sex, sex, second round was on you yeah <laughs> but um so uh and, and uh my man from atlanta was like i want he's like i want to come up and uh play ball with you and justin i was like hell yeah come on up like he said it was his birthday he said it all he said he only bought tickets to come to the panel yeah man it was man he that was dude so was so sweet he was cool as shit man real talk man that shit made me emotional good people dog like he walked away right in time because like he had about two more nice things to say while i was gonna be like this is uh, so kind brother <laughs> you you know? and i thought i was gonna be the one crying right i was just like like he walked away right before crying time i was like oh thank god <laughs> Thank God. right because you know, it was getting to us man it was too it was so nice everyone right, was so fucking nice right and it just felt the love and i felt y'all excitement and i hugged everybody and it was just right it was just wonderful hugging everybody and we was going up everybody. the escalator we was going up the escalator together like can you believe this shit this shit is crazy i know we were we, we, y- y'all confused us because i was like is this real right did they really like, come to see us is this gonna be a prank at the end they're gonna be like we don't even know who these people nope. are. Mm-mm. it was you know like this is punk who TV. are you people so we um so we head over to pan social meet everybody there more people come out you know miss smart from whiskey wine and moonshine came out yes and a special shout out to her because uh she was saying that uh her like 30 to 45 minute drive was like an hour and a half due to traffic and she was like i was going to make it i was like thank you and yeah. she apparently int- that's just dc right and she introduced us to these lemon drop shots oh my god 
it was great. The, the nigga palette shout out to you because ma'am delicious and andre bought us some yeah i'm gonna fuck it up but i don't it was like the red apple orchard orchard, but it had like double shots of hennessy in it or something mine was just a regular one at least i think it was i don't know i was just drinking all i know is i was lit yeah it It didn't even take like i like see the thing is about eating two chicken wings in the course (laughs) of 72 hours (laughs) is that uh the normal tolerance that you would have uh because you've been eating regular food is a lot higher apparently and mm-hmm. my tolerance was super low because there was nothing to offset this shit i was drunk so fast yeah and then i think um uh miss holiday she bought us and she bought us some drink too because they were like what you want to drink i don't know yeah that's why i was like i don't, I don't know, I don't know everybody what drinking. everybody was just putting I, like at no point did i not have like drinks in my hand right and uh susan said uh susan berry was like yeah uh this is how dc people show they love is they just buy drinks and i was like i feel like this might be too much love i might be <laughs> i might be this might i might be over y'all overly affectionate right now Aww. this is a uh this is a um a, a creepy uncle level of love at this point with these drinks yeah, but we, i still was drinking them because they were delicious right they was and they and uh it was one of the things where we both were just drinking i had such a good time and um i got to and i told uh miss holiday i was gonna rub it in justin's face because he you know he he likes her because he's going to thing but like hey boo i'll be like mm-hmm, i'm gonna let justin know yeah he wanted her his boo. i'm sure he, she's one of the uh, at least six uh second wives he's trying to work on you know he's yeah always, yeah you wanted his wives baby yeah he's always i no nope i Uh-oh. didn't say that oh i'm sorry i said he's trying to work on see you oh, try- giving him too much credit oh my bad he's trying this, to work this, on it i'm not none of these women claim justin oh he, he just justin claimed. just walking around he just always trying it i don't know okay I, my bad we'll you gonna get him stabbed fucking around <laughs> it's jokes i'm Make, sorry you're gonna get him stabbed and then i'll, I'll then i won't have nobody do balls deep with i'm, I'm sorry I don't, I don't want justin to be hurt justin always trying it you know one of these days turk gonna listen to the show she gonna he gonna she gonna realize what he's doing right she, but, gonna, she gonna be like what what is happening here and um uh wanga was letting us know that uh his daddy is uh i'm gonna say chinese i want to say like of korean descent and he was saying his daddy is short and everybody else's family is tall and he was saying because you know he looks tall and white he was saying that everybody gives him a hard time he said he tells him his name his name because that's his last name is wong and everybody thinks he's joking he has to show like another uh (laughs) driver's license and shit like that and everybody think he's playing a prank so it it was just neat just to hear about his history and i asked him i say does uh does everything out there kill you and he was like he was like most of the time you're in the big city you good he said now you go outside of that you might be a trouble yeah i like like that's how tough australia is though he was really like yeah but that's just out of the boonies right and i was like yeah but like in the boonies of like north carolina you still can live you know what i mean as long as it's not the clan like like white people might try to kill you but like there's there's not a butterfly that's like also deadly you know (laughs) australia have like deadly butterflies and shit i'm like oh man you got bit by a, a common house fly but it's an australian house fly so your ass is dead right, you gonna die you yeah you just why. you're gonna lose that arm brother i'm sorry you don't know why and but uh he was but he was cool i talked to him a lot about mm-hmm. you know like gaming and stuff like that and 
you know just a, just a bunch of shit man because you know he came from so far away right. but i tried to give everybody like a lot of time because mm-hmm. you know i wanted to have conversations with everybody right. and, and so many people had so much nice shit to say they did you know they're just very kind and people were like breaking out like they hold like history with the show mm-hmm. and you know it's one thing to read it like like this is a feedback show you know obviously if you heard the first half you know how it is like people write in and like oh you changed my opinion you showed me this and right. i taught me how to be this and be that and but it's so different when people are saying it to your, your face because right. like you know because it's just so it's like it's just it means something to them right uh to say that you know Deepon was like breaking some stuff down to me where i'm just like damn like that's that's crazy that we were able to have that impact on somebody else and right. uh you know uh, what this one dude was telling me about how he grew up like kind of like a in the same situation with me uh actually his was a little worse but where it's like because he was smart they put him in like the white schools and shit and he had to kind of unlearn a whole bunch of anti-blackness and shit because 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 that's what they you know they do that they mm. throw us in these lanes and then they try to be like see you're one of the good ones and it's like but you know uh he ended up going to a and t so he uh straight up uh you know got back to the niggas and that's what's up um but but it was cool to like have that 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 discussion with you know people right. um like i spent a lot of time listening me too uh really uh to people um who were just kind of like breaking down you know like what we meant to them and what right. the show meant to them and how and, we inspired them and how we got to change the way they thoughts and their views and it was like wow it was yeah it was super crazy man and then um we also uh i then like and so then um john who if you guys yes. listen to balls these sport and maybe a couple of our regular shows uh he's my old roommate from one of my <laughs> there's two johns right he's uh he's my old roommate from college that lives in dc area he writes about the wizards and stuff he um used to work for the nba like real cool dude mm-hmm. um and one of my best friends he came out and that was unexpected right i forgot that you know like it's so crazy we've been so busy he told me a while ago like i'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make it out there and i'm just like eh, if he makes it he makes it if he right. doesn't he doesn't right cool. i ain't think twice about it you know and once we got there so many people were talking to us that it started i was just like i, I literally forgot who i was there it's just like people coming up i'm like hey what's your name you know and i was doing <laughs> the thing is as an introvert i was doing the thing where i can spot other introverts but i and 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 i do the thing where like i want to talk to somebody but i'm like ah what's the right way to approach this person yeah and i'm not clearly they're they're obviously um being like talking to other people are coming up to them and Mm -hmm. saying stuff to them constantly and i don't want to be a bother and stuff so i was going out of my way to look for those people too i'm like hey what's your name you know like i can see them make the eye contact from across the room and they're up against the wall and they're not talking to anybody i'm like what's your name it's like you know mike i came out from new york i'm like okay what's up man like you listen to the show like you know and i was able to kind of connect with some people on that level because you know and because i don't want people to be afraid to approach me right because that was that's obviously like if you listen to the show and you like us and support us i you know like yes i want to get to know you yes mm-hmm. i would like to come talk to you yes right that that's very very important, important. to me yes it is i would never like big time somebody Mm-mm. on some like nigga don't you know i'm who i am like nah, nah. I, like please come talk to me right 
so um you know i was doing my best to like go out the way to talk to everybody mm-hmm. you know even if they was just up against the wall it's like yeah well i seen a few of them i was yeah. like hey baby they would just you you could kind of tell they they want to talk but they was like i don't really know what to say or know how to start the conversation and yeah like, i'm the opposite i'm like hey how you doing can you want to take a picture right. and they'd be like yes i'm like okay cool like that's i was literally doing everybody it was hilarious i was like you want to take a picture they be like yes yeah it was funny because after a while i did switch over to just suggesting it because it was like uh at first i was just kind of i would be like well i'm not gonna tell them to take a picture they don't want to take they, a picture then they that's want cool. to but they don't know how to approach you with right it. so i just come over like you trying to take a picture you want me to get karen you want karen to take pictures too like you know like do the whole thing because i wanted everybody to at least feel included and have a good time mm-hmm. and it was cool man because i got to have some pretty uh in-depth conversations even if they were kind of short right you know obviously it's a lot of people and stuff but got to talk to people for for a good minute for some of them um you know got the you know it was just it was just so much fun man like it was really man dc shows so much love for us our fans show so much love for yes. us the fans of the other shows show so much love for yes. us uh the other shows show so much love for us the only people i didn't really get to talk to was fucking sterling and quita that's the only people and i was like fuck like that's the only thing i didn't get to do that right, night because, was really kick it with sterling and, and that was like a few feet from us the whole time it and, just right it just felt like every time i was heading over there it was just like hey brother let me get your ear for a second i'm like okay yeah what's going on brother it, you know it, and and um go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead i was gonna say and so like I would be like inching my way over there, like, yeah, Sterling's on my nigga. So what is, uh, hold on, hold on. Yes. What's, oh, you, you want to take a picture? You know, like, so it was, you float away again. Right. 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 So it was just like, but, um, you know, it was just so cool too, man, uh, to finally get to meet them and and, and talk to them a little bit. But I, that's the only thing like I wish I could have had more time for uh was a talk and i and i I really know if i wasn't sick i would have found a way to get to hang out with everybody for a little bit before the panel but it was like yeah that it was just a lot that was a lot going on and i know for me um it was the same thing i seen them and then somebody pulled me away and i finally got over there and i literally pulled the chair and sat down like i Mm. i I, because once i sat down i was like i'm here for a good little bit and before somebody pulls me away so i sat there about 20 30 minutes and I just chopped it up with them. We talked, we laughed, we joked, and um, I was, you know, telling them about uh, how much I enjoyed their show and things like that and sharing some things with them. And um, I was uh, um, hugging Quita because I know Monique couldn't make it. Yeah. And she was sad. No Charles couldn't make it. Yeah. And um, they were saying that hopefully they'll try to be there next year. And yeah. It was just cool just to Aaron from Black Astronauts was they would make I think his car got and got totaled or something like that. Yeah, I think he like hit a pothole or something. Yeah, something like that. But his truck crazy. got messed up and he was like, Well next year he's like, next year he gonna make it no matter right. what because I was really looking forward to, and I know you didn't know. So I was like, cause he asked, he was like, I'm glad I didn't make it. I was like, Well, I had to break the sad news to Roger. He was like, Oh man, he was like, Next year I'll be able to make it. So I was really looking yeah. forward to him being there. Me too. Cause Roger had thought he had missed you, dog. And I was like, No, you ain't missed him, he wasn't able to come. Yeah. And um um, it was just so much uh, fun. So I sat down and uh, Susan and Barry, the 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 lady that uh, sponsors Chris Show, she is so goddamn cool. Yeah, she's the, cool as shit. She was one of the cool. She was so fucking cool because we sat and we joking. We and and my thing is that I didn't realize that she was a fan of the show. So you know, we sat, we chalked it up, we laughed, we joked. She was cool people because I because I was telling her I was like, 
y'all know we regular ass niggas she was like well y'all more than that to us and and right. i didn't really think about it like that but i was like we just normal people she was like yeah she was like but you know you have people that you know listen to you all the time and things like that and you know we have this connection with you and when she's i was like now this makes sense you know um more to me because one of the things where i was like all this love i love the love and i love the excitement and um i got to talk to some people about natural hair for a while it was over there talking about uh going through the different phases of natural hair and how that feels like i got into a lot of different conversations while i was there and it was so much fun it was so much uh joy and i took so many pictures check me out on social media and check out the, um uh the black guy who tips i think i posted them on most of the platforms that we have so um the pictures are there uh for people to take the pictures i mean for people to look at the pictures and i was um it was so much joy and so much excitement and it felt good to finally see people because a lot of these people we've had relationships with for years right for long, I, I mean some of the people i recognize right a fucking way me which too is, which is crazy me too right like some people i'm just like oh shit you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like like it, it was you know and then some people like i said they would say like their handle or something and i'll be like amani oh wait you be in the chat all the time you email the show like you know hc you know like like okay i i, I know you you know but like at first it's just kind of like they come over like yeah uh Neef, man what's going on I'm like uh yeah not nothing much brother wait a minute how you spell that you know what i mean all <laughs> right how you phonetically spell that we that got was, to meet that was cool uh, and we definitely had to give a big shout out to ashanti yes because uh like i said ashanti brought us pies uh her mother made us a cake, cake um and listen the cake so the cake held all the way from i mean we gotta put a picture on this cake when we cut it cut it up because matter of fact the pictures are out there yeah I got. we picture have of pictures cake. of the cake mm-hmm. on social media um and she actually has a a, a business in, in uh, the dmv area um and uh it's called loving cakes uh you can go to lovingcakes.net and serves alexandra va and dc uh faye doll ceo and owner man lovingcakes.net um i had i was like listen i have to mention this on the show because th- th- this is crazy like this cake, i thought we was getting married i was right? like what is happening here we were said, doing our we, vows right and nobody told us today <laughs> did we just get remarried because i feel like i'm gonna put a, a groom and a bride on the top of this cake <laughs> and i'm going like I'm, and the thing is y'all i can't i couldn't eat right it was torture but it was also just so, such an outpouring of love right man. so like, we didn't cut ours but we showed like the hell out of chris's yeah we went out of chris chris's room to get the uh well no y'all ate the hell out of chris i didn't even get right. any of chris's because i was oh, like it was chocolate it was i said if i take any of this cake i can't guarantee it's not gonna end up on the floor with all this alcohol in my system yeah and pepto-bismol i don't know this seems like a science experiment like how they make volcanoes in sixth grade going wrong and it but it, 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 it was the one time that roger had to leave me yeah i was like guys it's been lovely i'm taking my ass to bed so we because the other part is <laughs> fool me once shame on you i know it's so fool me twice dc traffic uh-uh nigga we leaving at seven we left so early because people was like it's still gonna be traffic on sunday you know a lot of church traffic i said uh yeah will it be at six in the morning and they was like nah if you leave real early you'll be fine i said well that's the plan <laughs> fuck that i'll drive on four hours sleep before i 
damn uh before i go through that traffic again and the ride never back, in my life the ride back was so goddamn smooth because we left so early we left so early the valet dude forgot to get us our car like he did we well like i guess nobody calls that early because we was like hey man get our car and then we came down he said y'all got a ticket i said hey yes please go get our car and he got our car and um even like it was like we hit the road and it was like a getaway from a heist like i was just like i was looking around no traffic no traffic we it no was traffic. like it, like because i the i was worried about the rain and the traffic and it was like that movie um uh what was the name the day after tomorrow where like the weather is literally chasing the cars as it's yes. destroying the earth that's how i was feeling like we was out running the weather and cars just like no traffic and like we listen to podcasts on the way up and the way back um and then i started getting a little bit like you know because like i said we hadn't really slept um so no, i started started getting a little run down so then we switched to the music and we listened to life of pablo mm-hmm. shout out to kanye we listened to at aliens one of the greatest albums of all time then we listened to lemonade yes we did and lemonade got us all the way back like 30 minutes with like an hour outside of charlotte or so yes it did and then we listened to that kendrick and look them black folks had us awake uh all the way like we was i know pe- i know people looking at us like why does they look like they just singing and rapping to the air as they go down I yeah five yeah we both knew all the words of lemonade so I was, yeah we were getting the lemonade it looked like choreography in that damn car <laughs> like like anybody that was anybody that pulled up beside us just like these niggas are like i don't even, know what's happening in that car why are both their middle fingers up and they putting them high, up in the air high? <laughs> right i don't know and they looking at me i didn't do nothing to you i'm in my lane right they keep waving their fingers no 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 putting their hands on their heart <laughs> i don't i don't know what they're doing guys i don't i don't know either i don't it was so confusing right don't hurt yourself what is being hurt here i know i'm not hurting anything and uh uh, also, I wanted to say shout out to a ratchet scientist. Yeah, Koki. We got we got to meet she her. She swore she she gonna disown us. She said she's still gonna disown us before soon. So even after everything coming out to meet us, she said you can't you can't because right. you know what you keep disowning us and mm-hmm. we keep sucking you back in. Yeah, we mm-hmm. got to meet P Funk. Yes, we did during the panel. Somebody was <laughs> I forget somebody he had some unpopular opinion and i was like you know what that is a rather large gentleman he can i i'm not gonna fight him on that Mm-mm. so Be like you got this sir yeah you you got it buddy uh and also oh mm-hmm. uh, one thing i want to say the audience was so interactive and i think that's what yeah. made it so much fun yeah it was man like oh man it's so humbling to be shown that much love man right. and it really does solidify what we do and yes. that we're on the right path man and like i mean the entire the entire joint man like recording with three guys on mm-hmm. hanging out with tko yes. um meeting chris d palm sterling quita mm-hmm. jay the dudes from black on black cinema right. three black geeks like classic classic There's like so many people think pretty small and the thing about uh think pretty small i'm, I'm gonna say this about her hey y'all she even more prettier in real life Cause and the thing is, she when she showed up, I knew it, it might sound funny. I knew exactly who she was. Cause I looked and I was like, I know you. Right. 
she like a barbie doll she, like a black did. barbie doll okay i thought i was the only one it was no, like no she bad she bad i was like she is gorgeous but you know what um and i'm not detracting from mm-hmm. I, I i feel like it is understood she's fine okay. yes uh you know but you know all the women at whisker i'm moonshining fine yes thing is but our fans are so fucking beautiful man they are like it was just so dope to be around all them beautiful black people and shit just like look at this look at this blackness look at you motherfuckers god i see why thirst trap thursday be getting everybody in trouble like it's crazy yes so uh yeah pretty dark skin it was so man it was just beautiful man people Mm -hmm. uh showed us so much love and uh like i said it really solidifies that we're we got we're on to something we're on the right path uh because it was nothing but love like it wasn't mm-hmm. like nobody spent the weekend taking shots at motherfuckers nope. uh, uh at least to us like no one was talking shit about people mm-hmm. nobody was like it was all people just like coming together and uh spreading and showing love man mm-hmm. um it was you know it was it was cool to see uh you know like like so many brothers that were there that were just like uh you know just not being toxic you know what i'm saying like yes you know like it's cool to have that type of fan base where it's not gonna turn into like these bitches looking good i'm about to grab some titties Mm -hmm. and fuck up the whole night or whatever Mm -hmm. like it was cool everybody came to have a good time and it was cool not trying to find just to see the sea of dudes right just relating to the panel in general and agreeing i think somebody said something you know because you did a I, black crowds people standing up and cheering like pointing right. at you when they agree with you i was like I, my people right man so like i said man thank y'all because mm-hmm. uh, y'all made it like I, I was sick the i still feel a little sick i was sick that whole time but like i said once we got around our fans it's like that shit just all went, went away. away uh and then of course you know then i was drunk also so maybe that helped but um you know i you know really appreciate dc chocolate city showing us love mm-hmm. and we'll um really appreciate the fans who you know just came from all over the place man mm-hmm. all over the globe actually the now grind. to uh to come just to hang out with us for our panel and uh, a couple hours at the bar man like y- y'all really don't know how that makes us feel man right That's, uh, it, 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 it means a whole lot it, it yeah. really does when it, i when i lost my job two years ago this was not something i would think was possible i actually took a picture of the crowd because mm-hmm. i was just it was unbelievable right man. like this is what we're doing with our lives this is our right. life and it and it makes a difference and it matters it matters a lot and i know uh just wasn't able to make it because people were asking and yeah. i was laughing at sterling because sterling and, you know, stunning and light skinned. So somebody said, Justin is stunning. I was like, I'm, I am right. not Justin. <laughs> he wasn't there, y'all. Yeah. And I told Justin, I was like, uh, maybe next year you and Turk can make it, you know, because so many mm-hmm. people asked about you, asked about him. And I was like, Justin don't, doesn't realize how much a part of a show he is. Right. Like, he's a big part of the show. So hopefully, you know, when we go back next year, they can come with us and we, we can have me. Well, we need to, people. I think we need to slow down on that and keep it like it is. Cause you know, he'd be trying to renegotiate that contract and, uh, uh I don't need no more headaches. You don't need no more, no more headaches, no more problems. You know, I got him to let the M&Ms go, but I can't, if it, if you get his head too pumped up. <laughs> all right man we, this has been a long show it's basically two shows in one mm-hmm. uh shout out to all the people that don't listen to feedback shows so they skipped over all the fun shit we did in dc all right uh, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be like hey, you're gonna be like ain't they talking about dc <laughs> everybody else will be back on monday uh uh, uh probably at about 5 30 our normal time or whatever mm-hmm. and uh thank you so much man like yes honestly you guys like 
y'all really really don't know the impact i have on our lives for the right. positive man we fight really hard to keep what we do positive you yes know? and like uh and fun you know more more it's than anything fun. fun like you know what i'm saying like i i like having a message and all that shit is cool too but we want to make it fun and y'all made it fun it was cool to know y'all get us right like i said we're gonna definitely try to find a way to maybe do a show in charlotte or something yeah i would like we could like you know kick it with y'all man because i don't feel like i don't feel like it was uh uh oh look we get to be celebrities for a night i just Mm -mm. feel like we get to be around people like us for a night you know right and that was so cool so right uh you know um hopefully we can do something where everybody can kick it because you know that 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 really made me believe you know what i mean like yeah, I said, yeah because I like i said I, i'm the one with, <laughs> with the ideas in the cloud and i've you know i've kind of been asking about you for a while to you know think about it or possibly do something like that you know because i i just it's like i i knew somebody was gonna come i was like if we do this it ain't gonna be for no people somebody gonna show up yeah i'm just a skeptical person but like that was a moment where i'm just like okay okay that like it's on you know what i mean so all right man uh we'll be back tomorrow don't forget to support our sponsors, adamandeve.com code TVGWT. Get half off. Get a bunch of free stuff, right? Who doesn't like that? Um, also, Loot Crate, code TVGWT. Get $3 off, uh, uh, for on your, on your Loot Crate. And, um, Shadow Dog Productions, man. Don't forget to get our brand new audio play, which is called Stop Being Bullied, and it's on iTunes. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much. Sincerely, uh, y'all make it worth it man like i said we we low on the fumes with the sleep and stuff but we high on the love yes we are so the energy is going man we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too